Welcome, everyone, to episode 135 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's episode is on the new 3DS JRPG Bravely Default. Uh, we all kind of got into it a little bit. Eric, how, how, how long do you think you played Bravely I got Default? about six hours, Dan. Okay. Uh, I'm right around double that, and Corey's, Corey played it for an hour-ish? Yeah, right around there. Okay, so we're all at kind of different levels of, of Bravely Default. I'm, so that'll be good. Really, just starting to get to the meat. Okay, just it does to. take a while. It it starts a little slow, not in a bad way, I don't think. But we'll um, get to that. We'll we'll get into it. Um, teasers, anything? When yeah. you want to tease for later on? I forgot last week. I played Democracy Three. Oh, on PC. Nice. I played and beat the Banner Saga. Hey, well done. Thank you. I'm gonna <laughs> add that to the list right now. And thank you, Dan, for that for my birthday. No problem. That was a great game. Glad you like it. Oh, it was great. Anything else? Uh, that's it for me. Corey? Titanfall beta. Titanfall beta. Okay. Will and I tried to play together, but uh, fortunately, Origin is such a good program. It, uh... <laughs> well, I haven't pulled the Battlefield 4 on you, did it? <laughs> yeah, we tried to play together but couldn't, but I think we can both talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I also finally started, as part of my 4 in February, Max Payne 3. Game sucks, uh, but I'll talk about that more. <laughs> also, um, Battle Block Theater I played. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, which I like, but I'll talk about that more. Mm-hmm. And more Final Fantasy VI on iOS, uh, and more Fire Emblem. So. Okay. Will, do you have anything you want to tease? Not really. Yeah. Uh, same here. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't have anything I need to tease really. Anything uh, you want to talk about, Will? Or? <laughs> Not really. Right. Uh, I'll get to start with nibble bits. Uh, Killer is Dead is coming to PC in North America and Europe in May, and will have a 1999 price tag. Uh, now it's publisher Deep Silver. The reason why I bring that up is because it's a uh, it's a game that I missed out on. It was on PS3 and Xbox 360. It came out last summer. Um, really cool art style. I know it didn't review very well, but it, it's got a very very cool art style, and that and that's why I wanted to play it. So uh, that's one I am looking forward to actually coming out on PC. Indeed. So. Uh, Google Fiber posted on its official blog the next few cities that are on its list for possible fiber installations. Among these are Charlotte, North Carolina, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, Atlanta, Georgia, and surrounding areas, Nashville, Tennessee, San Antonio, Texas, Portland, Oregon, and surrounding areas, Salt Lake City, Utah, Phoenix, Arizona, and surrounding areas, and San Jose, California, and surrounding areas. All in all, it's about, I think it's 39 different cities that they're looking at, uh, expanding google fiber into so um i tweeted the google fiber on twitter saying if they go to nashville tennessee i'll move there in 10 seconds so you're doing use, it? are we uprooting uh, in the studio <laughs> we might actually um nah, it's it's you know down the line it won't be anything new because they they've got they have to fight a lot of local sure uh, government to get themselves into the into the into the system so it's possible oh yeah i know but you know it can't google fiber can't spread fast enough so 
especially with all the crazy internet stuff that's been going on lately. Um, yeah, Google Fiber for the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my only other one is Xbox One is getting a media remote in March, giving the user control over both entertainment apps as well as giving you television functionality uh, with your remote. TV. The, the TV, yeah, the TV functions will only be available in the U.S., however, as it is the only place mm-hmm. where said TV functions are available. So if you're not happy with your Connect, you can use the media remote. So They did that with, um, didn't they have a Xbox 360 media remote? Yes. Yes, they did. Uh, PlayStation sure. PlayStation has yeah, them too. Yeah. Um, that's that's a standard thing. And I actually w- I would get one for the PS4 because what like when I'm watching uh, a Blu-ray or something, you don't need to have your you know your PS4 controller running the whole time. You know, right. it's kind of a pain. Mm-hmm. So especially with the shit battery life. Exactly. You know, if you go to play it and you realize you don't have any power, and then I've got a really nice close. setup for mine right now. Do you? I've got an outlet right behind my couch where I sit. That's the way to and, do it. Uh, you know, it's the same cord as my cell phone. Yep. And I've got a really long cell phone cord charger. Nice. So I just plug oh, yeah? that son of a bitch right in. I have to get a longer cord. <laughs> yeah, How cord. long is it? <laughs> Ooh. A little steam. How many here. meters? You guys are silly. <laughs> I don't know meters. Can you guys stop? <laughs> anyway, uh, Corey, nibble bits. Let's hear it. I, I've got a couple, uh, and I usually uh, am the first to, to report on this, but the Humble Indie Bundle 11 is now live. Uh, another good one, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Pay what you want for these six games. Guacamelee, Gold Edition, Dust in Elysian Tale, Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams, The Swapper. And if you pay more than the average, which as of right now is $4.46, you get Antichamber and Monaco, What's Yours is Mine. Okay. What a bundle. Uh, I would recommend all those games, even though I didn't really care for Guacamelee. I could, I could really? see why. Yeah, I could see why people liked it. Okay. Um... Yeah, so I, I definitely recommend that humble bundle. Jump on it; it's a great way to get some fun, awesome games. Jump on it! Yeah, we're gonna um, do, we're gonna actually uh, on that line. We're gonna do a, a giveaway for this humble indie bundle for the entire bundle for the entire bundle with with even the extra games and and the indie bundles always add a game later, so you'll also get that as soon. And assuming. I think it comes with all the soundtracks too, right? I think so. Yeah, if you get the the higher version, I did. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's what right. I purchased. Okay, so. Uh, probably follow our twitter we'll put on twitter and facebook how to you yeah. once, once we figure out how we want to do the contest but we are going to give away one of the humble indie bundle 11 so yes sir hmm. so and if you don't feel like entering the giveaway you can just pay a dollar and get them yeah <laughs> or that <laughs> shut up Corey. yeah but save you, an asshole. you know what but save your dollar yeah yeah we got go you. get yourself a bagel or something we'll spot you get a, get a uh, coffee to will play our wall. giveaway include the more than the average games Yes, it will, yeah. sir. Okay, so that's not a bad deal. Right. right. Exactly. All right. Go ahead, Corey. The other one, uh, big story this week, and sort of had me fascinated. Uh, you can play Pokemon cooperatively, uh, Pokemon Red and Blue cooperatively on Twitch with thousands of other people. I think they've had over 11,000 or something like that at one point. The way it works is it's a video feed of Pokemon Red, I think, and you comment on it as you would in any Twitch stream and your comments control the character. Uh, you can say up, down, A, B, uh, start, select, and the computer program reads what everybody's saying and the avatar in the game moves. That's fantastic. Um, it is fantastic. And as of this morning, I looked and they were at the Pokemon tower in Lavender town. Huh? Will being the Pokemon expert, 
How yeah. far into the game is that? Uh, that's maybe midway. Midway. It's yeah. been it's a while. Impressive. It's been a while since I played red or blue, so I I don't remember. It's about halfway though. That's impressive yeah. for how thousands of people all playing it at the same time. Oh, uh, and if yeah. you watch it, it's painful. Oh, really? Like trying to accomplish a simple thing. Yeah. Like naming characters and stuff. It's kind of funny what comes out. Okay. The names of the characters. Um, but this prompted somebody to make, it's called Twitch Plays Pokemon, uh, and it's done by an Australian programmer who wants to remain anonymous, at least as of now. We'll see what happens, because uh, it is getting a lot of publicity. But this prompted, I don't know if it's the same guy or another group, to make Twitch Plays Tetris. Uh, but <clears throat> the twist is, instead of people just commenting to control the Tetris, they're just taking the comments from the Pokemon stream and using those to play Tetris. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Which is kind of funny because um, if people start playing, preferring to play Tetris, then all of a sudden, like, the Pokemon people just get even more frustrated because people are trying to play Tetris with the same set of comments. It's kind of trolling a little bit. Pretty nutty, yeah. But it's a a pretty cool experiment, in my idea. Good social experiment that, you know, people can collectively complete a single-player game given, you know, enough time. Yeah. And the always, and a platform like Twitch, yeah. Which I mean, they, they, it goes back to the old: you put enough monkeys in a room, give them enough time, they'll write the complete works of Shakespeare. Yeah. Yep. So. Okay. Very I nice. Don't know. It's, it's pretty interesting and worth checking out. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Not really. I, none of the news really caught my eye this week. Okay. Will, what do you got? Um, there's a Metal Gear Solid 5 PS4 bundle. Um, the bundle comes with the PS4 with a Fox logo, which is a Metal Gear thing. I don't know what the Fox logo is, but it's, like, painted on uh, a controller and a copy of Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes, which Ground Zeroes was the one that was, like, $40, that, but, like, three hours That's the short, the really short one, yeah. Okay, so that led to speculation that there possibly might be another bundle for Phantom Pain, uh-huh. which is the full-length game. Okay. Um, who knows? But so if you want to get a PS4 and Metal Gear Solid 5, there you go. My next one is The Evil Within comes out August 26th, and the European release day is August 29th. So The Evil Within is a game I know Eric and I are excited for. Yeah, yeah, it looks sweet. Yeah, it looks Pumped. very scary and freaky. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you see the one trailer where the guy was running while he was getting chased by the guy at the chainsaw? I've seen it. I've seen all the trailers for that game, Will, and that's <laughs> yeah. terrifying. I, yeah, there's no way I'll be able to beat it. I like how these horror games now are actually more about scary. you like running away than yeah. actually fighting. Yeah, that's yeah. way more scary. Absolutely, and when there's like nothing you can do. Yeah, nothing you can do about it. But run, except shit yourself. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I'll be doing a lot of. Yeah, playing it. Okay. Um, and my last one is a game that I'm interested. In. It's called Castle Storm. Uh, that's coming to mobile devices. Castle Storm is uh, oh, sick. You know? Do you know that game, Eric? It sounds familiar. It's the game where you uh, have a tower, and it's like a tower defense game, but you can like spawn knights and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Was that at? Um, was that on E3? Yeah. Yes, man. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that game looks pretty interesting to me. I never got it, but if you want to get it on uh, mobile devices, it's on Steam, right? Yeah, it's on Steam. Yeah, I had it on my wish list, and looked into it a bit, and deleted it from my wish list. Okay. Not interested. No. No. Nope. Eh, well. Yeah, but that's all my little bits. Okay. What do you got, Eric? Yeah, just two here for you, Daniel. Alrighty. Uh, my first one, that real popular Oya game, Towerfall, that came in third on Polygon's Game of the Year list. Mm-hmm. 
That's going to be on PS4 on March 11th. I didn't see that anywhere until today. Yeah. I don't know it's if kind we of, covered that. It's but... a, no, it's a new development. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's coming March 11th. Um, I retweeted this to our uh, Twitter account. They're talking about it being a huge, huge deal for the streaming feature on Twitch on PS4. Oh. Because I guess that was one of the more popular games that people were watching people play on Twitch. Oh, really? Yeah. Even though it was on the Oya. Or it's it, it, I mean, it's going to be a lot easier, obviously, to stream it onto Twitch from the PS4. Yeah, I don't know. They, I didn't read the whole the whole article. But, yeah, basically they think that it has a big capability of bringing people in to watch people on a PS4. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm going to get that one. Is that going to be the free game for March? Doesn't say. I... I don't know. They've got a few options. They do. Yeah. Octodad was the other uh, one. Yeah. Uh, Octodad, Towerfall, and there's another one. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. There is another about? one in March that, that has that possibility. Okay. And my last one. Um, Ken Levine is shutting down Irrational Games. I heard that. How do you guys feel about that? I don't know. I, I'm always excited to what, what, what he has next. You never know. What's I mean, coming? He, yeah, he's a, he's a creative guy, so um, um, I'm sure whatever whatever else he's going to do is good. It won't be uh, the production that Bioshock Infinite was, I don't think, because it's he's, a smaller well, team. But. He actually said what he's planning on doing. Okay. Smaller narrative-heavy games that will only be digital. Okay. So With re- replayability. Yeah. Huh. I'll be interested. I'm, I'll, I'll pay attention, definitely. Does that mean he's done with Bioshock? I don't know. No. I mean, you think he's just going to do this one project and then go back to making a Bioshock? I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, I just don't think he's done with that universe. He might not do anything with it anytime soon. For a while, but, yeah. Uh, that. I, and I'm fine with that. Leave it alone for a little while. Or a long while, you know. How yeah. great would it be if 20 years from now it's like the <laughs> Bi- real Bioshock 3 comes out? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll be 50. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about that. No. Okay. Yeah, that's it for my nibble bits, Dan. All right. How was your week? My week? Yeah. My week was all right. Like I said, I played Banner Saga. Um, I actually made my triumphant return to the gym yesterday. Hey! My girlfriend had been asking me if I'd get a membership with her, and we were going back and forth on it. It's, you know, it's not my thing. Yeah. Well, the gym she goes to has a thing where you can get a, a, a little bit more expensive membership and take unlimited number of guests with you, mm-hmm. one guest per visit. Um, so I was like, why don't you just do that? Because I'm only going to go when you go. So I went last night. I did like eight miles on the bike. But, yeah, it was good. Nice. Whatever. We're going to go into mo- tomorrow night. I'm excited to go tomorrow night because I'll watch the Duke-North Carolina game on there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. If there's yeah. something on the TV, it's e- fine. Exactly. And you can plug your headset right into the, the machines. Uh-huh. And they have them all hooked up to the TVs. They've got like fucking 35, 40 TVs there. Nice. With all on different stuff, so. That's where I'll get my cable television from. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I used to do that with uh, Ranger games. Did you? Yeah. Well, that's a great idea, though. It really, it really is. is. And it makes it go by so much faster. And I took my 3DS with me. And I said, <laughs> I'm going to play my 3DS, and it's going to be the best thing ever. Uh-huh. Well, A, I thought the bike might have, you know how some, like, the treadmills have a spot to a put tray. a book or something yeah. like that? The bike didn't have that. Oh, uh, okay. B, I just couldn't let the nerd flag flag fly that heavily. <laughs> right. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Not at the gym. Keep with it the fur- bros. Keep it furled a little bit. Yeah. You didn't want to get beat up in the parking lot. No, not at all. You know? Right. Or or given a wedgie in the bathroom. So, so it was just dangling around in my pocket while I was on the bike and you're, you're probably getting a lot of steps on your step counter thing that it has though. Oh, does it have a step counter? Yeah. It probably doesn't work on my three DS. Oh right. We had some issues with it. Yeah. Okay. 
But, uh, yeah, I don't... Oh, we'll get into this in feedback. I think Jake left something, but uh, we'll talk about the Arsenal game today. Okay. Later on. Uh-huh. Are we going to talk... Hockey? Hockey? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk hockey right now. We might as well. Well, yeah. Uh, well, starting with USA-Russia, right? Was the Slovenia game or Slovakia game first? That no. was after we no, recorded. Russia. It was Russia, then Slovenia. No, I mean Slovakia. Yeah, did, that was our first oh, game. Was first. Slovakia was it. first. Right. Um, we, did we talk? Yeah, we talked about that one already because we recorded mm-hmm. Saturday, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it was the the Russia game, obviously. Uh, classic game. Probably the best hockey game I've ever seen. It's one of the one of the best ones I've ever seen, too. Um, I can't think of one that was better. but I had a pretty, pretty cool experience watching it. Uh-huh. I was at work. Okay. And I've been holding classes at work, teaching, teaching classes on uh, things going on there. So I had a class that was coming in just as overtime was starting. So I watched the whole third period while I was getting set up, and this class was coming in at overtime. So the people start filtering in, and once they all get in the room, I'm like, all right, listen, guys. <laughs> this is important. We're going to finish watching this hockey game in uh-huh. here before we start this meeting off. And they're uh-huh. like, yeah, whatever, that's great. So... I noticed that this guy who's a customer where I work, he's he keeps peering in the room, the conference room, like looking at the TV. I'm like, if you want to come in here, man, we're we're not going to start this meeting until the game's over. You can come in and watch. He's like, oh, that would be great. I just left my house. I want to see what happened. So he came in, and we all watched the game. And I was just like, so you know what? Tell your managers you had a lot of questions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, everybody was, like, really into it. Nice. And uh, just good times. Yeah. Really uh, good feeling. Great hockey game. I, I was surprised when they kept sending Oshi out to yeah. to go. I was like, eh, you know, yeah, Kaner, s- Kessel, s- send out Kane, yeah, someone else. But no, he just. Well, kept I, I don't know how Oshie. true this is, but I think it was Pierre that said that Oshi made the team because of his shootout abilities. Yeah, really? he, he was the last pick on the team to make it, and they figured, you know, hey, you know, this guy's extremely good. He's like seven for ten this season, or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was. I mean, so so good. Such you know good what game. I loved. He didn't even look nervous. No, no. he was laughing. He was cool as a cucumber. Man. Yeah, had a big That's old so smile on his face. It. I mean, and you know what? How famous is he now? I know. Oh my! God. I wanted to buy a jersey. I couldn't find my size. <laughs> I couldn't find a medium. That's great. I, I bought an Oshi shirt. Did you? Yeah. Nice. St. Louis Where'd Blues you get o- it? Oshi shirt. I found it on Amazon. It was the only one that I could find that I bought was a medium. Um, I was gonna say I couldn't find any medium shirts. It, everything was sold out pretty much when I went to go look, which was like Jeez. four minutes after the game. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. That looked like right away. Everyone had the same idea. <laughs> so yeah, I should be getting it tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow or Friday. Right. So yeah, there was that game. Uh, then we played Slovenia, which we five to one was mm-hmm. it? That was when Miller started. Okay. Yeah, like Miller the softy in at the end. Yeah, I those mean, are the goals he gives up. Though. I blame the defense on that one, kind of. Those goals always going against him. Okay. Shooting from the blue line. Five out of ten of those are going in. Even if it's like a floater. Oh, he just lets those in. Okay. And I, he'll make a fucking great save, and the next shot's from mid-ice, and it's like floating along, and it just goes in. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Yep. But. Uh, so we we ended up with the with the second overall seed, uh, and we played the Czech Republic. Uh, today. Today. today yeah. And uh, won that one. Was it five to two? Five to two. Uh, I shut it off actually at the, towards the beginning of the third period to watch Canada and Latvia. God, oh, um, man, I couldn't. I, I was shocked uh, both in Latvia's performance because they, they, they played they played great. Uh, go, their goalie was amazing. 
He yeah, had, had like, 54 like saves or I, something like that. I think it was maybe six. Yeah. They play hard, man. Yeah. They, when they played, uh, who'd they play before that? Was it Sweden? Switzerland. Switzerland. They Switzerland. were knocking them all over the ice. Yep. Um, and Switzerland had only given up one goal the entire, you know, the, the, the preliminary yeah. round. They gave up one goal, and they lost that game one to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they, they were able to, they made to some, beat Switzerland. They made some questionable roster roster decisions. I mean, who did? Still got Peter Nedved out there. <laughs> yeah, over, I know. Uh, oh, Corey, how many the, guys oh, the does Czech Republic have? No, yeah. that's the Czech Republic. Yeah. Oh, Ozelinch plays. I'm thinking all these old guys. Ozelinch plays for Latvia. Yeah. Yeah, he's been around forever. Yeah, he looks like he's 70. <laughs> I mean, um, you got to have Yager on there, but they they went down all the guys, like their age. Mm-hmm. So old. Yeah. And they passed over. Who'd they pass over? That's really good. For the Czechs? I can't even think of. Yeah, for the Czechs. I don't know. I can't even think. Hmm. Uh, but also, Russia was eliminated today. Yeah. Uh, not not surprised by that one um they didn't it's it's funny to see on twitter like everyone's like oh you know the russian stereo russian hockey player stereotype of not playing real hard when things get tough and that was evident yeah um i you know i also kind of want to talk about ovechkin because he's kind of lauded as one of the greatest players in the world and that you couldn't be far further from the truth uh you know he could score goals um, but when when the pressure gets tough and he's got to face some Crumbles. adversity, he just disappears. Uh, and the thing that he does that drives me nuts is just takes the worst shots. Mm-hmm. Like he'll have a bad angle, or there's a ton of people in front of him. He'll rip it. It'll be a bad shot, and they'll get uh, you know the other team will get an odd man rush going back the other way. And he doesn't play defense at all. So he was not existent yeah. in the U.S. Russia game. He I, he didn't have a point the entire tournament. Yeah, well, he was terrible. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I was happy Russia got knocked out. Fuck I was him. too. I was too. Um, yeah, but like I would always scoff when Don Cherry would criticize Ovechkin. Um, but I think he's he's spot on. You know, the more I see of Ovechkin, the more I think. Yeah. Now, were he, you guys he, rooting flashy. for Latvia today, or do you want Canada? I was rooting for Latvia only Latvia. because because yeah. I I I mean, obviously the U.S. Canadian game is going to be great, but I like to see that upset of that yeah. that non hockey country really. But, it just beating. wouldn't be the same if we no, didn't get to play Canada. No, I know. You're yeah, right. Yeah, what if we lose to Canada? Well, then we lose to Canada, the best team in the world. Uh, I'd rather lose to Finland. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Corey, this could be, like, the best game ever. I know, and I, it could be if they win. Or it'll well, be the worst I, game ever. I know, lose. but it's think of it this easy. way, Corey. Remember the last time they played? We're never going to yeah. forget that. No, you're no. right. Still had a great time. You know what people do forget, though, is that we beat Canada in, in Vancouver. Yeah. yeah, we did. I we're going to beat them. Nobody Friday. remembers that. Well, everyone seems to say that the United States they were the best team in in Vancouver. It's just that Canada won that one game at the end, you know. Well, we left their best player on the doorstep. Yeah. Uh, we're going to beat them. Yeah, I, I really believe that. I'm pretty confident in the team. Yeah. Really? We I have th- looked really good. I think the other teams the other games going to be good too. Sweden and Finland, they're they're same same kind of thing as US yeah. and Canada. They're geographical rivals and yeah. like like Dan said, I'm actually a little more worried about Sweden than Canada at yeah. this point. Sweden's proved to be pretty good. So, and you got if, the... if you think about it, one of the things I really like about the US um that you haven't seen with the other star teams is like the the instant chemistry. Oh yeah. 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 
Uh, Not just because, you know, I'm a Rangers fan, but guys like, you know, Ryan Callahan more oh, playing roles more. rather than, you know, being a superstar like everybody on Team Russia. Is well, he to gets be. in there. They do the dirty stuff. We build a, yeah. we build a team. We don't build an all-star roster. Exactly. It's, right. and, it, and Bacchus is another one playing exactly. down low. Yeah. Dustin Brown. I mean, you got to love yet. watching those guys get into the corners. Yep. Get gritty. You know? It's funny though because I've I've had to watch on the the BBC coverage, uh-huh. and it's, it's cool to see like a different perspective. You know, obviously not North American hockey, um, but like one of the thi- I watched one of the early Canada games, and one of the things they they said was, you know, players need to need to have chemistry with Sidney Crosby, and I'm like, well. Like, why is it that Sidney Crosby – because you hear this uh, different, you know, even in the NHL with, with players needing to have chemistry with Crosby. Why, like, why why does he need to have such – like, I feel like you don't hear that about, like, other star players. Like, like Jonathan Taze or, or, you know, like, there's a lot of players that can play with them. Whereas with Crosby, you have to find the perfect Player. right line mates to, to play well with him. I just think that diminishes him a little bit in my eyes. Yeah. Um, because that's, he that, hasn't done much. That's no, he has, he's been invisible too. Um, mostly, Canada I think he, hasn't put that many points on the board, have they? No, they put. No, I think they had they one really big game. Yeah, yeah, they haven't really exploded like we have, have they? And it's no. because of Drew Doughty. Mostly, he's got four goals or three goals. Well, it was like Rafalski for us last night. <laughs> right, exactly. Just, he he's a little goals. more talented. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's gonna be good stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward. To it. And tomorrow is uh, United States Canada women's. What time's that? I didn't see, but I, I'm going to watch it either way. Nice. So. Oh, Tavares got hurt, too. Yeah. It didn't come back. so That's not he, good for my fantasy team. No, nor oh, mine. Yeah. One of mine. <laughs> and Zetterberg got hurt for Sweden. Yeah. He's yeah, out for a while. That's the thing about Sweden is they're missing you know, three of their best players, really, in Zetterberg, uh, Franzen, and one, uh, one of the Sedin, Henrik Sedin. Well, the thing is, when you got Lundqvist playing that way, sure. you got a shot. That's true. Um, you got Lundqvist and Rask in that game. <laughs> yeah, but you talk about some goaltending. Rask is playing out of his mind. Well, he plays out of his mind every year. The only reason why yeah. Finland was close to Canada was because of Rask. Yeah, he's fucking great. Yeah, he's unbelievable. I hate Boston, but <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, you got. I mean, you got to give him credit yeah. for being a good goalie. It's yeah. exciting. I'm looking forward to it. It's a good Final Four, huh? Yeah. Uh and you know, not much surprise, I guess, for me. I knew I knew Sweden and Finland would probably be good. And, I was glad to see Latvia, though, making some noise. That was, yeah, that was well, a nice two, thing to two see. Two Sabres on that roster. <laughs> One of them being the coach. Yeah. Teddy which is Nolan. also saying good because they, they were well coached. I know, know Gergensen's got a goal last game, mm-hmm. so that's good. Yeah. Uh, how nice was that Bacchus goal today, huh? Off awesome. the boards? Gosh. Yeah. Just fired it. That's disgusting. Yeah. He t- when he went to take that shot, I was like, no way he's going to fucking put that in from that angle. Sure yeah, did. that was a lo- the goal with, like, was it two One seconds left? seconds. Yeah. You love those goals because it looks like... You know, there's no way it's going in, but they shoot it like they know it's going in. Yeah, and it's so cool. To see. Oh, you just rifled it in there. Yep. And the Czech Republic's first goal was a, you know, it was a kind of it was a bad goal. Bad line change, wasn't it? No, it was. Um, uh, McDonough was going to clear the puck, and, and it bounced off a suitor skate and went in. Mm, the, yeah. the the way they got it in front of the net was like like a kind of an odd man rush type of thing, okay. but it was floating around in the crease, and McDonough went to clear it, and it bounced off Suter's skate. Because when the they net. were doing the recap of the first period, the announcers were talking about how bad the, a couple of line changes were for the U.S., okay. and it, I, I thought they said that was one of the reasons it they scored be. that first goal, could be. and Nedved put one just wide off of a shitty line change. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm excited. Just briefly, what did you guys think of the uh, disallowed goal in the USA-Russia game? 
Oh, I mean, that's shitty for Russia, Russia but it's yeah. the rules. It is the rule. Yeah. It was because of the net, right? Yeah, yeah, the net was off the moorings by like an inch. Oof. Barely off the moorings. Oof. And I like, I, I, I think I texted Will that how much I like Fedor Tutin. Yeah. Uh, that sucks for them. Yeah. But yeah. did you hear, guys hear what Slava Voinov said? No. Yeah. About Jonathan Quick? Yeah, he's like, I play with Jonathan, Jonathan Quick. He's on the team in L.A. And he's like, I, I'm not surprised that's the kind of player he is, as if, like, John Quick knocked the net off on purpose. Well, really? Really? Yeah. That's stupid. That's just a stupid thing to say. I'm sure he didn't it, do that. Somebody's going to fucking see if, that. If you, if you watch the replay, I mean, he just made a normal save because he slid yeah. into the pole. He, he, he did knock it off. And he's, uh, he said, I mean, he said in an interview, and if you watch the tape, he didn't even realize the net was off its moorings until after the goal went in and, like, stuff was happening. And then he looked and saw, and he, like, tried to get the ref's attention to point it out, like, hey. And they were, he, he said he didn't even know when it happened yeah. when it got knocked off. He just hoped. And they reviewed it, and that was the rule, so. Yeah. And goalies knock the, the net off the moorings all the time. It's and not plus, just a Jonathan Quick thing. Everybody does yeah. that. I mean, enjoy watching the rest of the Olympics from home, Slava Voinov, you shithead. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, he's headed back to L.A. They got practice tomorrow. Well, he can go fuck himself out in L.A. too. Sucker. Yeah. Probably a crappy defenseman anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't try hard. We know that. That's true. Anyway, uh, anything else you got, Eric? That's it for me, Dan. All righty. Uh, what about you, Will? Uh, you know, not a whole lot. Watched a lot of Olympic hockey. Got all caught up in Pretty Little Liars. Nice. Watched the new episode is this morning. On, is it on TV? Yeah, it's the four seasons airing right now. Okay. Duh, Dan. I, I have no idea what's on TV anymore. Yeah, I watched the. It's on Tuesday nights, and I watched the new one this morning when I woke up. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um, other than that, I'm not a whole lot. Nothing. Okay. What about you, Corey? <laughs> um, not much. Just playing a lot of games. Still trying to complete the four in February challenge. Word. Um, played way too much Fire Emblem this weekend, and because of that, don't really have anything interesting to report. Okay. Hey, let uh, me ask you guys this. Now, I know n- none of us this up will are really big baseball fans anymore, but uh, Derek Jeter announced this is his last season. Yeah. Really thinking about getting tickets to the last home game. Yeah, I thought about going too. You want to? Kinda. Let's just do it. All right. Let's just do it. Let's commit. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We'd have to do it now. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll look into it. We'll see what tickets are on. All right. I'm willing to pay a fair amount. But, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of good memories with the captain. Yeah, definitely. Jesus. What a great player. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Nah. Okay. I got a couple things. Obviously, Valentine's Day was, was last week. My wife got me some Skylanders for our, our Skylanders collection, which was awesome. Uh, we used them a little bit last night. Um, and there's a lot of really cool characters in that game. And, I don't know. I'm, I, the more I play Skylanders, the more I like it. Uh, I finished my kitchen floor, too, also yeah, on Valentine's Day. Yeah, done, sir. Thank you. Uh, there's some finishing touches, some painting and stuff I have to do, but the, the floor is actually, like, in and, and set up. So looks that's good, nice. too. Thanks. Yeah, it looks a lot better than my old floor. Uh, and then I bought a few games. I bought the Bureau, XCOM Declassified, for 5 bucks off of an Amazon sale. I couldn't pass that up. Uh, I bought Alpha Protocol for 350 I obviously got the new Humble Bundle. Uh, and then I bought Broken Age, too. Because uh, for some reason I got uh, Double Fine gave me a coupon for it uh, as a like a loyalty thing because I have pretty much every Double Fine game in my Steam library. So they sent me a coupon for twenty five percent off. So 
I was like, I'm just going to buy it wow. as well. Yeah. Go for it. Um, obviously, it'll be on sale at some point, but, you know. It's pretty cool that they whatever. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was speaking a, of games you bought and, and deals and whatnot, um, one of our listeners sent us a deal for Kingdoms of Amalur. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure um, if it's still valid, but it, it was $9.99. It started yesterday. Okay. So it, I think it's for, it'll be like a week maybe. For Amalur and its two expansions, which I picked up. Yep. So. Yeah, for for ten bucks, uh, that's the best price I've seen. It's also on Steam. So, uh, previously when they've had sales, it was for Origin, but this is, f- excuse me, specifically for Steam. So, there you go. Uh, I think that's everything, right? Right. Oh, go ahead. Corey. I'm gonna. T- can I talk about this now? Because I'm not gonna talk about what I played. Yeah. The French Girls app is uh, available now. I told you guys a little bit about it, and I actually sent Will some of my drawings, Dan and Eric. So if you guys want to look at them in the break, I, I suggest it just so you can see what it's all about. Okay. But uh, it's this app for iOS. I'm not sure if they have an Android version where you take selfies of yourself and you send them, or you know, the app sends them to whoever, and people draw you. Hmm. It's pretty fun. Have you and got funny? Have you gotten any uh, any nude nudes? No, no, no. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah, check that out. I'm I'm actually kind of interested in it just to you see what check it's all it out. about. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and be back with our main segment on Bravely Default right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 135 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our main segment, uh, which is going to be on Bravely Default. Uh, I will cover some of the features first, and then we'll kind of get into our, our feelings, you know, feelings about the game. Our feels. Yeah. Uh, developed by Silicon Studio and Square Enix, published by Nintendo. Follows the story of Tiz, Agnes, Ringabel, and Adia, who try to cover, or who try to discover the cause of and rectify the events surrounding the destruction of Tiz's hometown of Narende. Uh, and, and, and Bravely Default's kind of a, it's kind of a throwback to classic JRPGs. So like, if you like the old final fantasies, this is kind of like, kind of, yeah, it's, it's got that same feel to it, I guess. Um, final it's got Fantasy five from what I understand. Yeah. It's a lot like final fantasy five because of the job system. Uh, you unlock more jobs by, by beating bosses in the game and you get, I think it's called an asterisk. It is. Um, and that's, that's what you use to unlock the different classes. Uh, it's got turn-based combat at what? At, game has the dumbest words. It, no, it does. I agree. Um, it has turn-based <laughs> combat where your side lines up on one side and the other team lines up on the other. Uh, just like the old school, like final fantasies. Um, but Bravely Default has a slightly different take on on, on the 
the the classic battle system. Uh, at the beginning of your turn, you're assigned one battle point that can be used for any action, like attacking or magic or using a, an ability or an item. Uh, you can also choose to default, which puts the character in like a defensive mode, and, and that makes it so you save that save that battle point. Um, and then once you have a store of battle points, you can choose the brave ability, uh, which allows the the player to use as many as many brave points as they have saved up to complete actions. So um, hence, bravely default. If you default, you you can you know save your save your battle point and and amass a few of the. I think you can have uh, up to three battle points at a time, uh, and then you can use all of them in one turn if you if you, so, you so choose. Essentially, you could you can go negative four, right? So it's max of seven turns in a row. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's nifty. Yeah, it's 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 a neat. It's uh, adds another layer of strategy to your to your fighting. Um, so uh, where was I? Oh, uh, I started defaulting with my with my white mage for a few turns. Uh, as she's, you know, obviously she doesn't attack very well. Um, as you know, as you get later on in the game, you can get a f- offensive spells for your white mages too. But uh, you know, that allowed me to save up, and then when my character started to take some damage, I could heal him real quickly all in one. Copying turn. me? Oh, is that what you did too? Yeah. I think that's kind of the strategy to go with early because yeah. you kind of take a beating early. I actually turned the game to easy. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Um, but it's because you don't have a lot of options for attacking early and doing lots of damage. Once you get further in the game, it's a little easier. Yeah. Um, there's also SP, uh, which is uh, can be used at any time by hitting the start button, giving you like a free attack. Uh, you can interrupt the battle at any, any time to use that free attack, and you get SP by leaving bravely default on, but but closing your 3DS in, into sleep mode. And uh, a certain amount of hours you get one SP. I think it might be like eight hours with the 3DS in sleep mode. You get one SP, um, and like I said, you can you know. Um, you ever you, interrupted yourself? Uh, I did. Yes. The first time I used it, I interrupted my own move to do my own move yeah and then it kind of it kind of resets your yeah. your choices and stuff for battle Say what Inter- interrupt when you're attacking so you you kind of reset your attacking how the hell do you do that by by hitting when you're you, did you see the sp on the bottom right hand side yeah uh you, you hit start when like your guys are attacking to do an interrupt and interrupt yourself oh. instead of interrupting the, the other team I've never interrupted anybody. Oh, yeah, you can use those to interrupt battle by pressing start. Well, shit. Yeah. Those are Sick. useful, especially when you're battling bosses to, like, heal and stuff, emergency heals. Right. Okay. Yeah. Give it a shot. See, oh, I'm you're, not you're, familiar you're, with you're, these kinds of games. Right. No, that's new. That's a whole new... Yeah, but I, it's all thing. new to me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that. I mean, we're we're kind of used to that whole battle system because mm-hmm. it, it's 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 similar to final the whole Final Fantasies. Um, where was I? Uh, you get a plot of land too, and a few citizens, and you direct them to rebuild this uh, re- rebuild Narende uh, by dividing up the labor any way you see fit. Having multiple citizens working on the same project at the same time will make the completion faster. Uh, new citizens. This is uh, once one of the social features of the game. It's supposed to be supposed to be Eric can't seem to get his to work right uh can, new citizens can be added by tags with the street pass or by sending out automatic net invites which can be done once a day I have been doing that yeah that helps a lot because you have get 12 people you can get three or four per day mm-hmm. um by sending out net invites which kind of does automatically which is nice uh building and upgrading buildings gives the player access to better items weapons and armor as well as things that craft unique special attacks um Special attacks are kind of unlocked as you level up your class, but you can also change 
um, the structure of the special attack and add add new like special abilities into that special attack and kind of craft your own own special attacks uh, by you know you could get stat bonuses or uh, elemental damage added to your special attacks by unlocking those things through the now, rebuilding of Narende. The special attacks are only used for your friends, right? Or do you use them? In no, battle? you you can use them in battle. You can. Uh, you can also send them out to a friend which that was gonna that's my next thing okay um but yeah the special abilities there or this yeah special attacks are 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 class-based uh special moves can be used after after meeting requirements for example the black mage uses needs to use 10 magical attacks before before they can use their special attack and uh during combat you can choose to send one of your attacks out um which is where your friends can get it and use it in their battle, and that's that's under the summon command. Now I'm confused because I know damn well that my black mages use ten magic attacks. Yeah, I don't see you. Any... You might not have unlocked the special because it's a few levels in where you unlock the special attack. I'm level eleven. I mean your your class. Oh, level. oh, for black mage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's only two or three. Yeah, you might not be high enough. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Yeah. So that's kind of the, the, the basic gist of Bravely Default. Um, and, and I like how they do things a little differently to kind of tie, kind of tie in the the, the net stuff. Uh, what do people think so far of Bravely Default? Eric, I'm going to ask you first because not typically your kind of game. No, definitely not. Uh, I really like it a lot. Uh-huh. I love it. I want to play it constantly. I yeah. haven't had enough time. Um, I'm six hours in, like I said. Um, and I just got done with the intro. Okay. I just got to chapter one. I think uh-huh. there's five chapters in it. Okay. But yeah, I mean, once I, I, I'm starting to feel pretty comfortable with all the battle and jobs, classes and all mm-hmm. of that shit. Um, but I like how there's like three layers to each guy. Yeah. It's not just that you're a black mage, but you can also heal or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can you do, know. you can dual, dual yeah. class and stuff. Uh, or learn abilities from other classes and, mm-hmm. and add them to your and kind of make your own. Yeah, each character is pretty in depth. You can do a lot of different ways to to mix and match. But uh, so I have my white mage. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what I mix and matched with. I've got a white mage, a black mage, a monk, and a knight. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then my black mage also does uh, the miscellany. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yep, that you learn from being a freelancer. Freelancer, which yes. Which is a starter class. Right, freelancer is a starter class. So I use that as one of the secondary abilities to use treat mm-hmm. as kind of a small heal. Yep, it does like maybe 80 to 100 yeah. healing. Yeah, yeah, very little. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't remember what the others guys, other guys do, but... Oh, my, I use my monk to heal as a secondary healer. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got white magic as a secondary, but yeah, I I really enjoy it. I like the art style quite a bit. Yeah, the arts, the graphics and art style are really. It nice. It looks great. Um, I really like when like if you stand still for a couple seconds in the city, how it pulls back, it zooms mm-hmm. out so you can see the whole city. Yeah, it looks so cool. Yeah, and then when you move again, it zooms back in on your character. Mm-hmm. And I just like how you move around the city. Yeah, it just looks so cool. It's a little more cinematic than old, like older JRPGs, yeah. like like the pixel ones, um, because of, like you said, it pulls out and you see the whole city and people moving around in the city. Yeah. You get to see the the artwork of the whole city. 
Um, and then, like you said, once you move it, it'll zoom in and you see things up close. So that, yeah. that is really cool and, and makes it a more cinematic experience than, than older JRPGs. Uh, I also really like the part about rebuilding Nurende. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a secondary game yeah. almost. I'm hoping you get to go there at some point and yeah. like walk around. How many people do you have working in your village? 30-something. 30? 30. 30. Is that just from updating every day? Yeah, that's from sending out the net invites all day, but I also had a lot of street passes those two Damn days it. where I actually ventured out of my house. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I need to get my 3DS working properly. Yeah. And most of my buildings are like level 9 or 10. Oh, my God. But I've also put... I'm so jealous. I'm also at like... I have like 13 hours put into it, so... So you double my time. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I really enjoy that part of it. I found myself like checking it multiple times a day just mm-hmm. to keep my guys working. Yep. It was kind of like too. when I had Tiny Tower. Oh, yeah. You know, making sure everything's still moving. Yep. What an app that was. That was a good one. <laughs> um... Let's see. What else do I like? But I like the characters. The name's terrible. I wish they had named it something better. Yeah, it's um, it has a different name in Japan. It's something it? like some tiny fairy something. I don't know. The thing that bothers me is the cover. It doesn't bother. I don't even. Me. Know. I think it's I cool. got. The, I downloaded digitally. I don't know what the cover looks like. It's you know what I really it's, like. It's the fairy, the airy. Oh, airy. What's that, Corey? Uh, and this happens right in the beginning. This is the only reason I know about it. Uh, and it's not a spoiler because of that, but when you do the augmented reality... Oh, it was awesome. The... I haven't played with that yet. Well, yeah, it was right at the beginning. You didn't do that? No, because it was... You night... skip it. it. It was nighttime when I started playing it, oh. so it didn't. It couldn't pick up anything because it was That it was, was really, dark. really cool. That was one of the cooler features I've seen like have to set in that video up. games in a while. For me, yeah. I was like, whoa, this is fucking awesome. Dan, it, just... was, uh, it was nighttime for me, and I was laying in bed, and it was really dark, and I was playing... Yeah. told me to do it, and I was like, well, I kind of want to do it just to see what happens. Yep. Um, and you set up the – it's in the instruction manual, the little platform or whatever. I forget what it's called. I went in the bathroom and did it. Oh, nice. And, like, the little augmented reality cut scene, you can, like, move the 3DS around and look at the what, whatever her name is. And then she, like, falls through the floor and stuff, and you can pan down and see oh. her falling through the floor. It's On really Yace. Cool. I missed that. It's awesome. I might. To... I I think I can watch it again if you want to see it. Okay. Yeah. I might have to. Do um. That. But yeah, that was awesome. I'm glad you brought that up, Corey. I was like, holy shit, this is fucking cool. Okay. Yeah, really you know, cool. I mean, as cool as some of the features on the Vita are, I yeah. was like, wow, now this is some good shit right, <laughs> right. here. <laughs> right. Um. But okay. yeah, the music. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, Tiz's theme is is so good to yeah. me. That's the the Kel- kind of Celtic sounding yeah, yeah, bagpipe yeah. one. I, I listen to that. I have it call it up on youtube every now and again and listen to it just because it's such a good song no yeah the music's great yeah. the sounds great i like how do you feel about the party chats um some are more interesting than others yeah some of them are kind of stupid yeah uh, i i it would be nice if they were voice acted but i, I understand yeah. why they're not that would be nice and i feel like there could be less of them yeah because like i want when it pops up i'm like well I'm, i want to do that yeah you know what i mean because you don't want to miss out on any little story bits or no. anything and I think Kotaku put up a uh, tips for playing Bravely Default, mm-hmm. and one of them was do the party chats. Yeah. So I've been trying to do all of them. Yeah. Um, but you should check that list out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Um, yeah, after having played the game especially, you kind of think that yeah. the, the, the tips were really good. What did you make Idea into? Uh, she right now is a knight, but I, I just unlocked another class that I'm going to turn her into, which is okay. a... Summoner? So, no, it's a sword dance, not sword dancer. I don't know, so but but, but but yeah, but heavy armor with a sword. Okay, I um, mean you can you can. I don't know. 
I can't even think of the name of yeah. the class, but because I just unlocked it, like, right? You know, as I stopped playing earlier today, yeah. so yeah, uh, they they say to make her into a fighter, yeah, actually, so yeah. that's why I did that. I made Tiz my main character; he's my black mage. Same here. Oh, so Dan, <laughs> I, did you make uh, Ring a Bell, Ring a, Bell a, a monk? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Dan, and I made the same character. So. Jesus, <laughs> Anyas is my white mage. Yep. So far, I'm actually getting to the point where I'm I'm gonna switch them pretty soon, and like okay. I said, idea is gonna be the whatever the new class I unlocked is. Yeah. Uh, Anyas is gonna be my my time mage slash white mage uh yeah i love the mixing of that i do too i think ring a bell will be the the monk thief and that's only of the classes i've unlocked so far um you know this i think there's a lot of depth to it eight or nine classes i've unlocked so okay and then we didn't even get to the support abilities yeah that's kind of a third layer yep um, and that's that's like if you've ever played Final Fantasy Tactics, that's similar. Like the the support abilities that you you can assign to your character that you unlock by Those are passive. Yep, they're passive abilities um, that you can unlock by by going higher level in classes. Like you know defensive bonuses, mm-hmm. um, ability to equip weapons that your character wouldn't otherwise do very well equipping. Which um, so. I love the menus. When you go to buy armor, mm-hmm. um, I love how it shows you exactly what it'll do to your stats, yep. and how you can equip it right from right from that menu, or right yeah. after you buy it, so yep. you, you can equip it and then sell your old shit without having to go back and forth in the menus. Yeah, absolutely. They did a really good job with that. Yep, couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts so far, Corey? I know you've only put a little bit. I of really time like in. it, and you know, it's funny what it reminds me of, uh, and I know why I like it more than this game, but it reminds me a lot of Nino Kuni. Mm-hmm. Just ambiance and everything. Of course, it's that's, funny to say. I was wondering if it did. Yeah, it's it's a lot. You know that that uh, sort of magical fairyland kind of feel. Um, the thing I like about it that bothered me about Nino Kuni and why it was so hard for me to get into it is it just started so freaking slow. Yeah. And this game doesn't really do that. And I like how they do do, do the tutorial stuff. Is you can just not do it if you don't want to, yeah. but they reward you for doing it. Uh, which is good for first-time players. You know, it helps to get those little bonus, what do they give you, like little items and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I really like that about it. And because of that, like, I was able to get into it a lot quicker. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I am looking forward to planning more of it. But uh, still trying to get through my 4 in February stuff. But, yeah, I, right. I really like what I've seen so far. And if it's uh, – you guys know how much I like the Final Fantasy games. So. Yes. Oh, yeah, I think it's right up your alley, Core. I think all you guys I couldn't agree more. will love it. I, I absolutely love it so far. Um, like Eric, I, I've been having a hard time putting it down. I'll play, really I'll play it at night when I should be going to bed. I, and I don't play handheld games like yeah. daytime right. sitting on my couch. Right. And I've been playing this for hours Yeah, just sitting on my couch, and mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be t- I think it'll be pretty tough for uh, hand- another handheld game to come out this year that I like more. Mm-hmm. I'd be pretty surprised if that happened. Yeah. If you're a fan of old school JRPGs or not, if you have a 3DS, you should you should buy Bravely oh, Default. Yeah. It's it's that good. And Definitely. I'm glad they they weren't sure if they were going to bring it over to North America. It was really popular in Japan, um, but they weren't sure about bringing it over here. And I'm well, glad like they did. Well, like I said, I had a bitch of a time finding a hard copy of it. Right. So right. I just eventually got a digital. Yeah. So I guess it's selling pretty well over here. They yep. ran out of pre-orders. Yep. Corey wasn't on uh, the last show where I was talking about that. Remember, Corey, the week prior, we had talked about how you don't need to pre-order games anymore? <laughs> yeah, because they always have it. Right. Could not get my hands on it. They're like, nope, we only sure. got enough to cover pre-orders. Yeah, I listened to that. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Figures. Those jerks. Doesn't have a figure? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, especially at the beginning of it, it was pretty hard. 
Yeah, I, I had some. I had some trouble with some of the battles. I and, did too. I was getting my ass kicked, and I was yeah. like, "Well, I'm not very experienced with these kind of games. I'm just going to put it on easy." Uh-huh. And now that I feel more comfortable, that I'll probably bump bump it back up. Yeah, it does get easier. Like I said, as you because you can, you can attack and do damage now. Right. Um, but still, like I just I just completed a, like a side mission uh, that I was working on, and the 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 boss battle wasn't very hard, but the, all the battles like leading up to it, like I really had to use my resources, like my magic sure. power and stuff, getting there. Um, because because it's such a tough battle, they're tough battles to win without you know using all your magic and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, because I kept it on the the normal difficulty. And I haven't found a shop yet that sells the potions to regain magic. Oh, either. Yeah, that that uh, is um, at least initially the best place to get them is through your Narende. You know, after building Narende mm-hmm. and buying them from the the red mage guy. So upgrade my first potion shop. Yeah, okay. I, I think it's like maybe four or five levels up. I just did the wake up bell. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a few, it'll be a few after that, but yeah, I also love right how they there's a a save dude in each city, yeah, who also with everything that you unlock in your Narende village that you're rebuilding, mm-hmm. all his shops, he can sell you any of the items that you've unlocked yeah. or armor, which is nice. It's awesome. He also shows up like shortly before boss battles too, so you can yes, which is amazing because like I said, the dungeons can be pretty hard, and, yeah, they and can. I'm usually. Uh, Wiped for resources uh, before, like before I get to a well, boss battle. And if it's not potions, it's your your magic points, like yep. you're saying. Yeah. And without that, I mean, that's a bitch. Yeah. I've had to back out a couple times and go go back to an inn uh, using a teleport. teleport stone and teleport mm-hmm. out and go back. Well, and, hey, did there, you guys mention a, that you can adjust the frequency of random battles? Yeah. Yes. I'm. Not, I don't want to do that, that because I want to level up my classes and Same my here. characters. It's yeah. important to have those skills and stuff. And that was one of the things that Kotaku said, that uh, two levels can make a huge difference yeah. and if they you're do, stuck on a boss. They absolutely do. Yeah. Absolutely. I found that, too. And I got thinking to myself, like, how much less frustrating that is than when Corey was playing Dark Souls. Uh, and how many levels did you level up, Corey, trying to beat that boss? God, ridiculous. Like... <laughs> 23 or something like wow. that. I just couldn't do it. Can you imagine putting that grind no, in? That would be cuz I think I'm level 21 now with my characters. Right. On uh Bravely Default, I'm actually going to yeah. check. Yeah, they're all level 21. Um have you fought any of the bosses in Narende that get sent to yes. you? Yes. I, I fought my first one today. BL BL's above. That's the one I fought. Did you beat him? I did beat him. I actually um sent for a friend to help me. Okay. And the friend that I brought in did like three thousand damage. Okay, which is a large chunk of his health. Yeah, he had six thousand health, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah, if you use the examine ability. Oh, I never use it. From I, I usually don't either, unless I'm having trouble and to see weakness. Oh, that'll show your weaknesses. See, these are the things I don't know. Yep. That's good. Mm-hmm. I never used it in any of the old ones to okay. see weaknesses, but uh, because this one's kind of difficult, mm-hmm. I do use the examine ability. So I'll, yeah, Tiz Tiz has that ability. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it actually okay. has me kind of excited for Final Fantasy X and X two. I'm gonna oh, get okay. that for PS3. Nice, the HD. I'm jealous, and I'm gonna get the special edition because it's a free upgrade right now on Amazon. It comes with like an art book. Oh, really? Yeah. So get a little decoration. Yeah, here, I was gonna say we know? can we can put that up. Right. I think it looks good. Oh my fucking Dunkin' Donuts cups! <laughs> How um, the one complaint I read, and I read this a lot of different places, was about the story that it just wasn't so good. See, I've heard later on, like the the kind of the tail end of the story gets not good. I, I'm enjoying the story so far. Yeah, me um, too. It's it's fine. 
um, I, the gameplay is so good that I think even like a mediocre story, it's still going to be like a really good game. Yeah, um, but I I, I've heard it's a little bit of a slog towards the end. I, I, you know, it's supposed to be a long game. I think the how long to beat is like fifty one hours or something. I'll look right now. Yikes! It's got to be. I mean, I just finished the intro with six hours. Yeah, I'm not even through chapter one, and I'm I have thir- oh, wow. thirteen hours. So, um, but I, you know, I would probably be the main plus extras. I'm usually in that that camp, which I think is like sixty four hours or something like that. Which is fine. I, I like to sink some hours into Once a game. we get, um, each of us gets more into the game, we should definitely do another recap of this game. Yeah. Main story, Water. 56 and a half. Yeah. Damn. It's a doozy. Wow. That's not a- not super accurate, though. They have the red the red tag on that one. Cause oh, is that sure. what that means? Yeah. Okay. The, the, the blue, or I think it's blue that's the most accurate. So that's the... Combined is 75 and a half. Okay. That's probably what I'll be. Then. That's what I usually fall on. Yep. <laughs> Closer to that one anyway than just main story. Even the demo they put out says it was seven hours. Oh, really? Apparently you're supposed to get uh, you get stuff in the actual game if you played the demo. Did you come across that? Yeah, you do. Probably didn't work for me. <laughs> right. Who knows? Do you, do you remember what it was? I don't. I, I didn't play the demo because I didn't want to spoil it. I think it's it just anymore. some like beginner items. Oh, okay. Did you have to earn special. them in the demo? Because I didn't play it for very maybe. long. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe if you completed it, you mm. got you got the the items and stuff. But yeah, uh, I love Bravely Default. It's it's really really good. I'm super happy with it. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I love it. I I can't wait to play some more. Uh-huh. Uh yeah. Right now, that's really the only thing I want to play. Okay. Um, and they are doing a sequel. Oh, is it right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Bravely supposed to, Second. I think it's supposed to come out in Japan pretty soon. Nice. And I think the the fairy like story of I don't know whatever the. The I think it's like a secondary title is something with something involving a fairy that they didn't have that maybe in the United States. Mm. I don't know. But. Well, it's got me excited uh, also because, like I said, I've never really played these games before, so now I feel like I can go back and play some more kind of these games. Yeah, you know? the old school JRPGs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is it's it's that's my roots. Like that's what got yeah. me into gaming in the first place is the old Final fantasies and chrono trigger and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's really nice to kind of return to that, but it's, it's updated at mm-hmm. the same time and, you know, has new, like I said, social features and it's great. Absolutely. Great. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for you to play, uh, uh, fire emblem too. Yeah. I'm actually going to buy that this week. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when I'll get into it. I don't want to get, into two right <laughs> two deep long games yeah. at the same time i'll yeah. probably just for like my ps4 right now i'll probably just keep fifa going um south park comes out in like a week and a half that's right fuck <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i'm gonna get that right i'm probably gonna get that off of amazon yeah me too um also i wanted to throw this out there i know it's only a couple days from now but I have Saturday night to myself, and if I'm thinking about going out to the brewery, if I can't get any of that going, I was thinking I might do my Outlast live stream. Oh. But here's my thought. I don't know if I want to be home alone for that. Right. Well, honestly, I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to sleep. A, I don't know if I'll be able to even do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I might give it a go Saturday night. Nice. The 21st. Okay. No, 22nd, right? 21st? 22nd. 22nd. Yes. 23rd. Tomorrow's the 20th. 
I can't calculate. It's the twenty second then. Yeah. Friday's yeah. the twenty first. Yeah. Twenty second. That is. Boy, is that sad. <laughs> well, I was thinking like the end of February or March first is is next next Saturday. I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. the days don't line up because if it's only the twenty. But then I remembered, duh, February only has twenty eight days. So. Oh, so I have plenty of time to do four in February. <laughs> yeah, you've got a uh, like a week and two days. Cake. Boy, Will, to not even start it would be quite an accomplishment. <laughs> do I go for the accomplishment? Yeah, you should run the table you, in reverse. You might as well at this point, you know. Not, e- not even start. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. That's a win in my book. Thank Corey, you. Corey, you've got to up- update our graphic, too. Uh, I was going to, but having listened to your guys' episode where, you know, Eric and Will didn't really accomplish much. Hey, I beat uh, Bastion, you asshole. <laughs> well, I mean, I, th- I don't. had you beaten it at the time? Last week, you're close. No, it was like two weeks when, you, ago. when I listened to you guys originally, oh. when I wasn't on, I think like I only had been beaten. I think Dan beat Risen, and that was it. Yeah, I think that was it too. And I didn't have anything beat, so I was just like, eh. Yeah. Okay. Just put a whole X across my graph and say disqualified, <laughs> <laughs> withdrawn. Here, withdrawn. Okay. Nope, it's a failure. Any other thoughts on Bravely Default? No, I think. Uh... I think for now that's really all I can give until I get a little bit further into it. Yeah, same here. But I mean, if you have a 3DS and you like RPGs, oh my god, buy it. It's great. Sure. We'll, uh, we'll, I'm, we'll friend. On top of that, I'm, I'm absolutely loving my 3DS. Uh-huh. A lot of good stuff for it. Yeah, it's a good system. Mm-hmm. And more stuff coming down the pike. So uh, well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 135 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played this week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I'll get us started. I played a bit more Sleeping Dogs. I'm probably about three hours in. Uh, I played it for the first time since I started it last week, uh, last night, actually. And uh, the NVIDIA drivers had just been updated. So I went to go play it, uh, having only been like 20 minutes, half an hour in, uh, and it would crash like immediately when it would boot into the game. I tried it five or six times, crashed to desktop every single time. I was like, great. So I went in the Steam forums, and of course, uh, you know, there's a lot of other people having the same problem. And uh, it was funny because a lot of people were like, this is why people don't like PC gaming. And I get it. I get it totally. Because it did take a little finagling. Uh, Finally, I had to... I had to put the, the, I had to drag and drop the, or I'm sorry, create a shortcut for Sleeping Dogs, like, outside of Steam on my desktop and launch it from there and not from Steam or anywhere else. Mm. 
to get it to work. I and do that I, anyway. I, I don't know why it works now because of that, but it does. That's weird. So, um, but yeah, I, I got uh, two, two and a half, maybe three hours in last night. Uh, I'm really liking Sleeping Dogs so far. I think it's cool that you get to do missions for both the the triad, the gang that you're a part of, and then the the police that you're you know you're undercover for the police mm-hmm. uh, trying to inf- infiltrate this this gang in Hong Kong, and I think that's uh, that's really cool. Um, I haven't really done too much. I've done a little bit of side stuff uh, and and exploring really. Um, but so that's so, all the so stuff far. I didn't do in that game. Oh, because <clears throat> I was just trying to beat it. Right. So I didn't do much of the side stuff, and I didn't do too much exploring. Mm-hmm. I think I uh, like completionist for that game is like 22 or 23 hours i probably won't get there i'll get to a point where i just want to beat it because i I still have batman to beat you know Mm -hmm. if i can get sleeping dogs beat by sometime this weekend i'll be i'll be happy but yeah it's a good game so far i really like the hand-to-hand combat i think that's better done than in a lot of other uh uh, you know, games of, in that vein. We're like, looking at it, you, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Even uh, like like Saints Row the Third. Like, I feel like it's more fighting game esque than yeah. than the other ones. Yeah. Uh, which I I really like that about it. Uh, the driving works nice. Um, it's it's a little weird because you you drive on the left hand side of the road instead of the right hand side. So that takes some getting used to when you're driving really fast. You know, running from the cops or whatever. But yeah, I, I like Sleeping Dogs so far. I'm I'm pleased, and you know. <clears throat> My um, I'm, I'm happy with my four in February games because, like, I know what to expect from 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 Batman. You know, I know I'm gonna like that because I loved Arkham Asylum. So, and uh, Arkham City's better. So it is. So I'm I'm so you're I'm you're pleased. two down and uh, two to go. Two down, two to go. Yep. Well, one and a half to go, maybe. Yeah, one and three quarters. Yeah, I would say three quarters. Yeah, that's, mm. that's fair. Um. So, but I I mean I I don't unless my computer blows up i can't see yeah. any any reason why i wouldn't finish my four in february so sabotage yeah he could sabotage like the beastie probably. boys always said yeah that's right so that's yeah. that's all i played other than uh a lot of bravely default so <clears throat> will did you play anything i actually did me and Corey can uh talk about this together oh that's right we uh both played the titanfall beta mm-hmm. actually i played a lot of the titanfall beta actually um, so on, I think it was Sunday night, Corey and I wanted to play together. So, you know, we got on Origin to play together and turns out Origin, once again, proves it's a crappy service. Me and Corey tried playing, but we were both online, but Origin said we were both offline. Um, and the only way that we could get our, each other's invites is if we logged off and logged back on, but then immediately we would go offline again. So mm-hmm. me and Corey couldn't send each other invites to play. So we could not, we and- yeah, apparently it's a known bug that just happens, and it's one of those things that you just gotta wait till it doesn't do it anymore. Wow. Yeah, the only answer I got on forums was from EA saying we're fixing it, but that like I read that like three days ago from the day that we had that issue, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we couldn't play together. So we just played separately. And uh, Titanfall, I'm still not sold on. Okay. I mean, it feels like every other shooter, the mech stuff, like the Titans. I'm bad at it, so I don't get full enjoyment out of it because I just get destroyed immediately. Mm-hmm. So I just set it to auto titan at this point because mm. if you press on the on PC, if you press V, the titan will control itself. Mm. But other than that, like I don't know, the AI on it is horrible. I don't know if that's I've in, heard that. I don't know if that's intended to make it easier for. Well, beginners. what a lot of people were saying. I think I read this on Kotaku. A guy, the, the guy actually loves the game, 
and his his thought for why it's positive to have those AI players in it is he thinks that it keeps people that aren't good, like Corey can probably speak to this, people that don't play a lot of first-person shooters and maybe not be as good at them. Uh, it keeps them playing because they're still able to get kills yeah. Yeah. and still level like, up. Contribute. Um, that being said, people that are good at it commented on his, his post saying that it's really boring to just be picking off all these AI guys that don't do anything. Yeah. No, yeah, you know the, I mean? Like, I went into a room, and I was uh, looking out a window, and I got shot a couple times, and I turned around, and there was four of them just kind of staring at me, not even shooting me, and I just, you know, went to each of their heads and killed yeah. them all. And I was <laughs> exactly. like... But why, why does that bother them? Because they don't need to kill them. They're 90% of the players on the map, though. I've had a hard yeah, time. You, you can really you can just ignore them if if you consider yourself a player that can't be bothered with the AI, then don't. Yeah, but what you know? But I, what's the point? Some, sometimes I think would... I think the point is what you just said that you know, and it does like it's. I suck at first person shoot online competitive first person shooters, and it feels really good to be able to at least kill some some AI guys every now and again. Yeah, and they still reward you for it, so you don't you don't feel totally worthless out there. It's a fucking cop out. But the thing get is, get better. It like for people trying to avoid them, I get like two or three pilot kills a game. I hardly see any other pilots other than when they're in the max. Right. It's hard to. Is it hard to tell them from no, the? No, it's not hard at all. I I disagree. I had no issue telling you can you can almost always tell if it's a pilot or uh, yeah. minion or AI yeah. guy because Wait. the the pilots the pilots have so Will much more capabilities in their movements. I think he's just saying he doesn't see many. No, you only time I hardly ever see other pilots playing other when they're shoot, attacking me in Titans. I only ever see the specters and the grunts. Yeah, and I, I that wasn't my experience. Okay, so just. Do you kind of have to kill the the AI controlled people to no. get get your mech though? Like like how yeah. how do you summon your mech? Well, it's on a time thing, and you can either oh, it's timed. Yeah, so it's two and a half minutes unless you get some kills or capture capture uh, hard point things, okay. which is Depending like domination. on what mode you're playing. Yeah. So I mean, you can kill a bunch of grunts and specters, and you'll get it a lot faster. Mm-hmm. How? What does the Running across walls and stuff like that add to it. That's, that... that's my favorite part. That adds a lot of trickery to the game. Uh, I noticed a lot of times when I would do that, like I would run down an alleyway, but I would jump up onto this top and then jump from side to side, and they wouldn't be able to shoot me and kill me as, as easier, and I could get behind them and kill them. A little them. escapability. Yeah, so if you're good and talented with that, you'll be able to escape a lot of deaths, that, which is neat. That was the only thing that kept me going in Halo was was tricking people. Yeah. It, <laughs> That's the only reason. And, and way I, I think could a lot compete. of the point of that is to make you feel, um, I think it sort of makes up for what you don't have if you're not in a mech. Uh, and it, it gives you the, the ability to fight mechs as a pilot because your mobility is so much higher than theirs because they can't they can't go in you know nearly the the tight places in in vertical places you can go you know they're on the ground yeah. so how is your areas. experience fighting with a mech Corey um I I want one of the reasons I like Halo so much is because there are different ways to play it. You don't need to be really a really good twitchy shooter to be able to enjoy Halo. It helps, um, but you know there's alternatives uh, in the oh, vehicles. Absolutely. What's that? You're absolutely right. And one of the things I, I love about Halo so much is the vehicles. Um, so it is. It does kind of add that extra element, but I fe- because it's such a integral part of the game. Um, <clears throat> I don't really know where I'm going with this. Well, I mean, it's I... It's, it's just. Sorry, go ahead. Where are you? Do you feel like you, you're good at fighting with them? Are because you were talking about how p- 
people flying across walls and things like that kind of balances it out. Now, do you feel like they have an advantage over mechs at all? Or? No, absolutely not. If you're in a mech, you definitely, you know, it's so much easier. You could kill people in one shot, mm-hmm. uh, one melee hit, whatever. You can stomp on them. You can fire a boatload of missiles at them. Uh, if you have good aim in the mech, you can. I use the, uh, what was the mech I used? <laughs> Artillery or something? And it was basically like one big strong shot. But then they have other types of things they can do. Like the mechs can put up a shield and it. Anything that gets shot at them, it'll like it's like the Bioshock power that it like sucks it all in, and then you can throw it back at the mm. enemy. So, uh, and one thing the pilots have that are just the the ground infantry running around. One of their weapons is an anti mech uh, bazooka type of thing. And as if you're in the mech and somebody locks onto you with the bazooka, it'll tell you that somebody's locked onto you and where they are. So if you know if you're pretty good at it, you can uh, turn to where they are, block their missile, destroy them before their missile hits you. Um, it, it's a, it's a good balance between the two, I'd say. Uh, but yeah, in a mech, you're definitely more powerful, um, <clears throat> and you're more likely to get kills than if you're a pilot. But like I said, with the with the traversal abilities they give the pilots, it does even it out a little bit, so you're not totally worthless. Mm-hmm. Now, so it, it, is, there is there is a lot of incentive to get in a mech and fight in a mech. Is pilot the the class that can jump on walls? Yeah, that's just your every, your normal character. Every playable okay. character is a pilot. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's how they differentiate between the people who can use uh, the mechs and people who can't. Mm. So, Corey, I mean, what what were your thoughts? Did did you like it? Is it? Uh, I I liked it, but you know, I I do kind of like all shooters. But there's nothing. It didn't. There was not. At least in the beta, there wasn't anything in there that made me feel like I needed to play it over. You know, like a Battlefield right. or a Call of Duty or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you know, for me, in in. Just speaking for the beta, I can't speak for the whole game because I haven't played it. I don't know what else there's going to be in it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to get it. Mm-hmm. But I did really like it. Um, and but you know, like I said, I, I do like all shooters. I just have no interest in the competitive online aspect mm-hmm. of it, which is all that Titanfall is really it has. Yeah. 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 Okay. But I mean, it looked good, and I don't even think they had all the the texture packs in. Um, no, I heard it, that that it wasn't as visually good as people were expecting. But you're probably right on that. Yeah, I remember yeah, they I, did that I, with I Battlefield sure. 3. <clears throat> Battlefield 4 sure, was the but, same way. The yeah. beta looked like shit. Yeah. But I, I, you know, it was the beta. I was like, yeah, this is going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And if you are if you like that kind of game, I think you'll really like it. Uh, and it is really cool being in a mech. And one of the coolest things is if you're in a mech and it starts, it's getting close to being destroyed, you press the eject button mm-hmm. and you fly way up in the air. And part of the reason they do that, at least this is how they explain it in the tutorial, they shoot you way up in the air way far above on the map so you can get a, a good view of what's going on and it gives you a sort of sort of strategic perspective after you eject mm-hmm. so you can figure out where you need to go yeah uh, which is really cool did you play it with a controller or did you use mouse and keyboard mouse and keyboard um i think that's how i prefer to play shooters really yeah yeah especially competitive ones yeah. that's just me i don't know okay. better aim yeah better aim for me i, I always uh thought that my movement was was better with a controller but aim was better with uh with the mouse and keyboard it's a little less intuitive because playing with the keyboard i feel like it takes a little bit more muscle memory to get the buttons down oh yeah yeah um then with a with a you know it's a lot it feels a lot more intuitive on a controller but right you get used to it yeah no muscle memory definitely i i developed muscle memory playing guild wars uh guild wars 2 world versus world you just it, sure. like uh, it's automatic. It's weird, and that's yeah. the first time I've ever had that for for a, a competitive game. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Okay. Any other thoughts on Titanfall Beta? 
no. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm just not sold completely on it yeah. yet. Are you going to get it, Will? I don't know. Depends on money, is mainly. Because I don't want to... I don't know. I'll think about it. If it was, could you see yourself paying sixty bucks for it and then playing it a lot enough Prob- to make it worth sixty bucks? Probably not. Honestly, I just don't think there's a lot there. Really, it feels like every other shooter at this point to me, mm-hmm. which is max. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to get. it. I've already committed. to I probably it. would get it if it wasn't on Origin. Oh, yeah, I, that, I would get it with for Steam. Know, yeah, I knock Origin for the friend thing, but I I don't really see the big problem with Origin. I have, other than the fact that I never turned it on. Right, I I never use it because I don't, I have no reason to. I have you know two hundred plus games on Steam, and I have five on Origin, and just you know no no use for it. Yeah, especially with all the you know the the Steam Machine type of stuff that's coming. You know that's one I would play on my TV if I could, um, but Origin isn't gonna isn't gonna be doing that so. I liked playing it just the way I played it. Uh, I probably, like I said, I'm not probably not going to get it, uh, right. especially for sixty bucks. But you know, during I think the beta is still going. Uh, every now and again, I'll just boot it up and play a few rounds. I'm I'm content with that. Mm-hmm. I want to see some different maps. The two maps look alike to me, pretty much. Yeah, they got boring pretty quick. Hmm. Okay. Do you think it's just? Do you think it'll be like real popular though? Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be huge. With the bro dudes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes me hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be huge. Everybody loves it, too. I don't... I don't yeah, I'm only, one of the few that doesn't... I've only come across in my internet travels a couple people that, that have uh, not talked highly of it. Yeah. Knowing Americans, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. You know, that's pretty predictable. Yeah. It's just it's just like the next thing. Exactly. It, it You know, like I said, there's nothing in there for me that makes me you know get excited about it it is just to me it's just the next thing yeah you know, I'm, next... I'm just so over the shooter thing at this point yeah mm-hmm. um cory by the way it still says you're playing the titanfall beta oh, what the, we keep what getting the a couple extra people in and they leave almost immediately <laughs> especially Wait. after what they just heard Wait, yeah. they're, they're not playing titanfall okay did you play anything else will no nah, that was it okay cory do you have anything you want to talk about uh let's see I played and beat Fire Emblem. Hey! Finally. One down. How many hours? I played so much of that game. Uh, recorded hours, 40. Okay. But That's I kid I you not, if I include all the times I restarted, I I would almost guarantee it's closer to 80. Okay. I could see that. Uh, yeah, that's how often I lost, like lost somebody I cared about, and just restarted the battle because uh-huh. I didn't want to lose them. Right. When all was said and done, I lost about five characters. Okay. Um, it's just like I said, you know, when you get to the end of a half hour battle and somebody dies, it's like, man, I can't lose that half hour, especially and not during four in February. It's usually because uh, it was a stupid move too. That's how I did it. Care- careless. Well, yeah, a lot of it is definitely careless. Uh, it's you know, a little bit of overconfidence sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and then you just, it's like, you get, you, you pay for it and you're yeah. like, well, I don't know what else I expected to happen. Yeah. Uh, but you were right. Once you, once you get your characters upgraded, um, they're a lot more powerful. Get them mm-hmm. to the master classes. Mm-hmm. A lot more powerful. Uh, I ended up figuring out like, my, one of my favorite characters, well, it's probably kind of a spoiler to talk about. We should do a spoiler episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my favorite characters ended up being the character I married my, Avatar 2. Okay. Uh, she turned out to be pretty badass, and it was really cool. I think um, I know who you're talking about. 
And let's see what else I didn't talk about last time. Oh, the ending is really cool because they talk about the after story. Yeah. Um, they do kind of leave you on a little bit of a, not necessarily cliff, cliffhanger, but a promise that there will be more. I don't know what they have for DLC, but do they explore that stuff they mentioned at the end of the game in the DLC, Dan? Do you know? The impression I got, say, I didn't investigate the DLC, but the impression that I got was that it was more like more maps and like mm. side battles, not. Not There's already a ton of that. Not necessarily story stuff. I did all the paralogs. Uh-huh. Uh, married all my characters, except for except for the ones that I couldn't get a pair to. Right. Because they were already paired. You know, they only have so many support options, and yeah. uh, the, the, they were already paired off. Yeah. So there's only a couple of them. Uh, can your can kids have kids? No, not that I discovered. Okay, yeah, I didn't discover it either. I didn't they, know if that happened they, or not. They, they did pair up and, and get married, but I, I haven't come across where they, the, my, you know, the, the kids of your characters have kids. Yeah. So. Um, I mentioned last time I was getting a little bit of battle fatigue with it, but once I, once I took some time to actually level up my characters and get them all into the, the master classes and things went a little more smoothly, I, I started to really enjoy it again. So, it's, it, yeah, it's a really great game, yeah. uh, and there's a lot to do. Uh, that's about that's about all I have to say about that. But like I said, how, once, how, how quickly are you going to do a second playthrough and see how differently? You're... Probably, I'll probably start it up again sometime. You know, after yeah. February is over with, and I have a little more time. And the new game plus stuff is really interesting. And, mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's one of those things that there's an infinite amount. Well, not necessarily an infinite, but so many different ways you could play that game. Yeah. And, you know, so many different routes you could take your character progression and. You know the relationships and so many new things to see. They must have written a ton of text for that game. I know because every almost you know one character has support with at least a dozen other characters. You know some are fewer, but some are more. You know maybe an average of a dozen other characters, and they have to write the C level support, B level support, A level support, S level support um, yeah. for each of those pairings, and it's just a ton. And a lot of it is really interesting, and it's fun to see how the characters grow together. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why you get attached to them, and part of the reason why when one of them died, I insisted on starting over yep. the battle. You almost, I, you almost want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, I really liked it, Good. and I do recommend it, especially if you have a 3DS. There's no reason you shouldn't have Fire Emblem. It does yeah. kind of interest me, and there's a, not, a few nods to the older Fire Emblem games. Um, does kind of interest me in the older ones. I don't know if that's something to get into or not. Yeah, I actually looked at some of the uh, one on the Wii and maybe one on the GameCube yeah. uh, used, but they're a fortune, like 150 bucks for the Yikes. the Wii version of Fire Emblem. I'm like, not a chance. Cheap I would eggs. love to have. They should put that's something they should put on like Virtual Console, you know. Yeah. Why would they when they can sell for 140? Well, no, it, it, that's other people selling it. That's uh, not. That's not coming from Nintendo. That's or, not Nintendo being or even, No, or even GameStop. That's like eBay or, or people selling them on Amazon that's for that not, much. That's nuts. Can, can we talk about who we let die? Is that a spoiler? No. I don't think so. Uh, Who'd you let die? Uh, Kellum. Oh, Dan. It, he, that, it was like shortly after I had first got him. Oh, okay. So and you he, didn't realize I how didn't, pitiful his, yeah, his I did, plight was. I didn't didn't know anything about him. Uh, <laughs> pitiful bastard, I'll tell you that much. Um, I co- felt bad for Kellum, uh, so I gave him the girl I thought was the most wanted. Who's that? Well, maybe not. Maybe not in your eyes, but I, Nowie. Oh, okay. 
Dragonstone. I, she, she died for me too. Oh no. She died. Um I lost all of the pretty much all my flying mounted characters. Ah, uh, they got you with the bows? Yeah. Um Cordelia. Cordelia, she died. Sumia? Uh, Sumia died. In my first playthrough. My second one I'm a lot more careful. Um Churchy? What's that? Churchy? C H E R C H E? Yeah. No, I don't think I had that one. Oh, you never got her? No. Mm. Um, And then I lost one more character. My first playthrough. Well, the first one I lost that I didn't really care about was Vake. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I didn't use use him in in the first (laughs) game at all. My second playthrough, I, I am using him, but... And it, it, uh, this is sort of a tangent, but one of the things I like about the game is how characters who are really powerful at the start, it all depends on their, their growth, and some of them have slower growth than others. So, like, a character like Frederick yeah. who's really good to start uh, towards the end, and not so good. Yeah. Well, it's because he starts off the game with a, as a master class. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it, there's a, some randomness to it because all the stats that you get when you level up are all random, and they change. Like, like, and you probably notice this, Corey, but if you're doing a battle and a character levels up during a battle, you might see them like get four or five stats, but you you die at the end of the battle and restart it, and then when you level up uh, partway through the battle again, you'll get like two two Dude, bonuses. Yeah. So it, it's all different too. They 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 grow independently which is why a character like donald did you get donald yep um he starts off really weak but I, because he has the 20 percent more likely to grow in a stat yeah uh, he, he grow he grows into a really strong character towards the end of the game yeah i didn't uh i didn't get him the first the first time through either it was hard because you yeah. have to level him up in that battle if you don't level him up you lose him yeah which is hard because he doesn't do any damage no he's worthless and if you leave him alone he gets killed yeah so, awesome game. I actually I, probably when I finish Bravely Default, I'll go. I'll go back. Go play that one again. What is the new game plus mode? I haven't experienced it. I started I, it you, all you new. Keep something. I don't know if you keep your character's growth, but there's a lot of difficulty levels too. Yeah. Yep. Which I heard. It's I have got people a lot were talking about how they were playing on insane and like all the weird stuff you have to do to be able to beat the battles on insane. Yeah, I can imagine. I don't know. Good stuff though. Yeah. Good game. Okay. Anything uh, else? Started playing Max Payne 3. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. No. It was one of those games where I was visibly and vocally upset at it while I was playing it. Just like, <laughs> oh, what the hell is this? Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Eric, you mentioned it looked like The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, I wish it was The Last of Us. Just, just picture, you know how, you know the things I didn't like about why I didn't like The Last of Us? Yeah. It's, it's, it's that kind of game without being good. Uh-huh. Without... You know, at least The Last of Us was a good game. And a good story. Yeah. It's just... Meh. I don't know, man. I don't care for this type of game. Um, I it... did like... Sorry. Is it kind of... Does it play kind of like that, too? Like yeah, Blossomos? it's, it's kind of the same same sort of, sort of gameplay. Um, just not good. Some of the controls are a little bit weird. I know I can switch that stuff around. At least I, I assume I can. I haven't really done that. It's just there's nothing redeeming about it. There's no cool world to to be a part of. Uh, Max Payne is not likable in this game, at least not yet. Um, the, you know, the gameplay, there's nothing addictive or fun about it. You know, all the things I look for in a game, there's just nothing. So it's none like, of it's there. It's like all the other Rockstar games, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I, you know, I stood up for GTA Five a little bit, but uh, right. as you should have. Yeah. Nah. I, I don't know, man. I don't really know what to say. But I, I liked Matt, the first Max Payne. Yeah. Because it was all about like him trying to to find who killed his wife, I believe. It's been a long time since I played it, but there was some crazy stuff that happened in that game. Yeah. The game gets pretty trippy towards the end. I didn't yep. play Max Payne 2, so I don't know what I'm missing in between. Maybe I should read about it. But he's just, just a drunk idiot, and like none of the characters are likable. I just yeah. I don't care about what happens. It's just, I don't know. I'm okay. glad it's only 10 hours. Uh, I set it on easy just to kind of try and breeze through it. So, you know, hopefully I can get through it. Um, maybe I'm about a quarter of the way or a third of the way through. So. Okay, so it's going to be a struggle, huh? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, just not a fan. Not for me. Mm-hmm. Not my kind of game. Would you have picked it otherwise? Mm, I was kind of curious, but I don't think I would have picked it for myself. Okay. Uh, but that's not... I don't know. Who, Eric, did you pick it? I don't remember what I picked for you. What games did yeah. you have? Uh, Battle Block Theater came from Will. I don't know. I picked The Witcher. I picked Battle Block. Two. And- Witcher, so yeah, Eric, you must have picked Max Payne. Sorry, dude. It's not, it's not your fault. <laughs> well, I hated the one you picked for me, too, so yeah. it's only fair. It's nobody's fault. It's just the way it is. Um, Yeah, that's about all I have to say about that. Oh, even, like, the bullet time stuff, which is something that made Max Payne really cool, it just doesn't... You don't get the same satisfaction out of it in this game, and I don't know why. Uh, there is one cool thing, though, is on, on the killing blow for some guys, it'll, it'll be like a bullet cam. So you'll shoot your bullet, and it's the killing bullet, so it goes into bullet cam, and you can slow it down by pressing the A button and just watch it go real slow into their skull. Mm-hmm. And then once it does, <laughs> you can fire off a couple couple more bullets and watch it rip through their brains. It's pretty cool. Huh. Um, but that's that's about the only thing I can say that you know I like about Isn't this Isn't Okay. And that's not even – that's not something I'd write a book about. Right. Uh, Battle Block Theater, I finally played. I really didn't know anything about it. We Eric and I picked on Will the first time he talked about it. I don't even remember why we teased him about it. But Was that uh, the one with the cats or something? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I got my girlfriend to play it. I didn't realize it was co-op, so it was nice. I convinced her to play with me. Um, it's a platformer. Cats are the bad guys. Uh, it's a cool little story intro. It's all, like, kind of like paper, uh cut out stuff i don't know it's kind of hard to explain but the, the narrator is really fun and you know it's it's like a kid's game but mm-hmm. there's the the sort of pixar like appeals to adults kind of thing the 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 hidden humor for mm-hmm. adults but uh i like it she liked it too uh however i don't know will do i need to be connected to xbox live to be able to continue my game you, should. Do you know anything about that you shouldn't because we played like the first four levels um, and then I turned it off and unplugged my Xbox from the internet. And then when we plugged it back in or turned the Xbox back on to play some more, it was gone. It might have saved through the cloud. Okay. So I probably, if I connect to Xbox Live, we'll get our game back. Yeah, you should. Okay. I like it. It's a good co-op uh, multiplayer game. It's It's a little bit of like the Mario co-op where you can throw the other player and... Wait at the wait at a ledge, and they can jump up, and you can grab them, and you know all that kind of stuff. Two D, mm-hmm. so it's Multi- pretty fun. Multiplayer in that game is awesome. Yeah, um, hopefully I can get more than just Sophie playing with me at some point this weekend. <clears throat> okay, it's good. Anything good else? Stuff. Uh, more Final Fantasy VI on iOS. 
I just beat Zozo. I'm on my way to the Opera House right now. Nice. Um, six hours played. Uh-huh. I love that game. Yep. The Absolutely Opera, Opera House is one of the best parts of the the whole game. Yes, I think. it sure is. And, you know, uh, every time I play it, I'm like, I love this game. Yeah. Nothing ever changes. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. Eric, what do you got for us? I'm um, excited like I played and beat the Banner Saga. Um, did we clap for you? Yeah, you did. Okay. I really like that game a lot. Um, I'm interested. I, I want to talk to Corey about the ending off the air and what he chose to do. Um. That that's really the only thing I want to talk about with it, so I can't say too much about okay. that right now. But well, yeah, I definitely suggest that people play it. It was really cool. Maybe we'll have a we'll record a spoiler hangover when I yeah. when I get around to playing it. Will, did you get it? Yeah, I have it. Okay. I did turn the difficulty down to easy on the last battle. Actually, Corey, um, I looked up some stuff about that afterwards. You know what I was doing wrong? I didn't realize I had to save up uh, one of my willpower points to shoot the arrow. So the first time I did the last battle, I actually had his defense all the way down, and nice. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. So I <sighs> could I could have beat it that first time. Yeah. So I turned it down to easy, and it was really easy. But uh, yeah, it was too easy, right? It was too easy. Yeah. But yeah. I had it the first time, so that's why I was okay. I justified it in my head that I right. would have yeah. beat it had I known. But well, I uh, wouldn't have. So. <laughs> Yeah, but I really liked it. It was it was a really fun game. I liked all the characters, and you start to feel really, really down on your luck there towards the end, and and it tied together how I hoped it would with the two clans. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it was fun. Good nice. game. Okay. Well, like I said, one of those games where I it, it was you know thirteen hours long, but I felt like it was two hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always like that. But uh, definitely recommend that. Um, the other thing I played last week was Democracy Three. I don't remember too awful much of what happened other than I didn't last very long. I got assassinated pretty quickly. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I did. Uh, I did a really bad job of running the country. Part of that is because there's a lot to it. It's got a learning curve for sure. Okay. Uh, I don't ever play games like that, so it was brand new to me, that whole format. All menus and... Oh, that sounds right up my alley. One thing you do affects another thing, and that affects another thing, and another thing. Um unintended consequences type of stuff yeah there's just a shit ton of menus and all this stuff you can do that sounds like like it's right up my alley i really like it yeah um and i'll play it again at some point i just i gotta know what the hell i'm doing right you know what i mean is it gonna have the like 30 hour learning curve like uh crusader kings 2 probably not that long okay i don't think it's that in depth Eh, 25 hour it's it's definitely in depth but it's not that in depth it's cool because like you can pick how much money you want to put into the police force which then affects crime which then affects drug addiction and education and you know it's That's just like fabulous. a chain reaction but um yeah i like it i tried to put money into science i started preaching evolution in schools mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> then you got shot i started then, putting then, more then money you upset your religious people i did i put more money into my well, which I didn't care about. Does it say who assassinated you? Like a group? Yeah, it was uh, it was a revolt group. They kept warning me that they were like getting bigger and bigger, and I just didn't care. Right. Um, and then I got assassinated by them. But they, uh, they showed you. Yeah, it wasn't a religious group, I don't think. But I put more money into like the space, uh, space exploration or whatever it was, NASA. Uh-huh. 
uh, and, re- and researching rocket ships and stuff like that. Um, what else? That sounds awesome. Yeah, I cut back on like uh, government benefits for like food stamps and things of that nature. Things that I would do in real life. Right. And I got assassinated. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but uh, okay. Since yeah. when is since when is being a good leader a qualification for president? Well, that's like Dan not, Carlin not, always not says. Not in a long time. If you want, if you want to be president, you shouldn't be president, right? Anyone that wants a job should automatically be dis- disqualified. No, but if you can find that game for like fifteen bucks on sale, it's definitely worth it. Okay, you get I'll your keep, time into I'll it. Keep my eyes open. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'd like one of you guys to try it and see what you think of it. Okay, but uh, I think other than that, I think that's all I played. Sounds good. I'm still tinkering with my 3DS here trying to figure this damn thing out. Trying to get your Street Pass to work? Well, what I would did now, Dan, is I deactivated my Street Pass for Bravely Default. Oh, okay. And now I can't figure out how to reactivate it. Oh. <laughs> it says you have to go into the software to do it. Okay. I can't find it. You want me to look? All right. Well, we're going to get started with feedback here. We got a couple voicemails first, so I will play that right off the bat. Okay. Uh, here we go. I always mess this up, so bear with me here. Also, this computer's ancient and takes forever to load. Oh, it's no big deal. Hey, guys, it's Tito from L.A. Um, I'm sure you guys have already mentioned it in the Nibble Bits portion, but I wanted to hear your thoughts on Irrational Games closing down. Um, When I played Bioshock Infinite and when the ending comes to light, I I couldn't help but feel that something like this was going to happen. Not... Uh, the studio shutting down, but I felt like Ken Levine had pretty much called out their formula for their shot games and that they were going to have to do something different, because I, I couldn't imagine them coming out with another game with the same thing of uh, there's always a city, there's always a man, and they were going to have to probably come out with a totally new game. And uh, I love it, because I think this shows why Ken Levine is so great and why he's one of the top dogs in video games because he can understand and he sees that and isn't afraid to take a challenge and, and do something totally new. And from what he's done in the past, I'm sure his next game is going to be something pretty incredible. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll see you guys around. All right. Hey thank This is Tito from LA. <laughs> there it is. Um, so I got a couple of news. Oh. Uh, weeks, I have finally beaten. Okay. There we go. Okay. So, so, yeah, we, we I mean we talked briefly about <laughs> irrational games, but uh honestly like I after I finished BioShock Infinite, I guess I never th- I, I I figured they wouldn't go into another BioShock right away that they would try something different. I never envisioned them like 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 he said closing down basically irrational games. That's that's kind of surprising, but I did figure that they would work on something else for a little while and 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 put BioShock aside for a little bit, but um, I, I think he's right. I've I, I, we talked about this earlier. I have complete faith in Ken Levine to come up with something creative and cool. And I mean, I think that's what he's going to do. So, right, Corey? I I agree. And to Tito's point, you know that they sort of called out their own formula at the end of it. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's a very astute observation. Yeah, yeah. I guess I never thought about that, but yeah, because they make it clear. Uh, I think Elizabeth even says that there's always a man, there's always a tower, or a, a man in a city. I'm sorry. Um, or man in a tower, I guess. Um, That's a yeah. hell of a way to go out, too, though. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> to tear down your own game's formula by calling it out. Um, yeah, <laughs> that is a, that is a, I never thought about thought about it that way, but yeah, you're absolutely right. That's why it's the game of the year, guys. 
Nope, nope, nope. Any other year, yep. It's a little postmodern. I like uh, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I think Ken Levine, uh, you know, I'm, as I said, I'm going to f- be following this, this whole thing closely and I, I'm already excited for whatever, whatever he's got in store. Um, I appreciate his, his creativity and, and whatnot. So and he's absolutely right. Ken, he's kind of a, a Titan of the, the gaming industry. So, uh, we're excited for his next, next Definitely. venture. Definitely. So, uh, thanks for that Tito. Okay, we got another voicemail. Two. Two. Wow. Two other? No, just one more. Okay. Eric. Hey, what's up, fellas? This is Ryan in Iowa. Um, I was really shocked um, in a good way and delighted that uh, Will got around to doing the Titanfall Alpha, and you guys did a hangover about that this week. Um, I just wanted to chime in a little bit because I've been doing about mm, six hours um, at the time of recording this, maybe even seven or eight um, of the Titanfall beta on the Xbox One. And uh, I got to say, I really like the layout and the little details that they kind of changed about the Xbox One controller for it. Um, I've been using my uh, roommate's Xbox One but uh, it flows really well with the game. And I, I really think um, Will nailed a lot of things on the head. It, it has a Call of Duty feel, but it's, it's much better than that because there's a lot of variables to it, um, not just with the Titans, but also with like the other AI, um, the computer-generated um, characters, the grunts, and the specters. Specters can really kind of screw you up uh, when you're in the Titan or on ground because they're a much smarter AI and they have like um, mm-hmm. EMP like grenades that are pretty like uh, powerful especially when they hit you when you're in the Titan but um, I, I really like it uh, my roommate and I have been kind of going back and forth on it on his Xbox One and have been enjoying it there's a lot of um, different aspects of it it's not just you running around um you know with a submachine gun one of my favorite weapons is like this auto um like a like an auto fire like suppressor um semi-automatic handgun that i really like it like auto aims um for you which is kind of nice for me since i haven't really done a a first person shooter in a while so it kind of helped me get into the rhythm of it a little bit more and and there's a sniper rifle, and uh, fortunately there hasn't been too many people camping. Uh, but but yeah, it it has um, a lot of different variances with the Titans and and kind of trying to team up with your teammate in his Titan, and then maybe somebody up on the roof that um, that ran up there with his jet back, and he's like throwing grenades at the other guy's Titan, and just just the the battles between Titans is really like impressive and and awesome and especially like the the melee action and stuff it's like you do like a uppercut to like finish uh the titan that's in like um nuclear destruction mode that's really sweet so um yeah i've been really enjoying that and if i don't finish my four in february which i have um two of them done um 
well that done. will be the reason why, and uh, and the fact that some other uh, some of my shows, including The Walking Dead and the following, have restarted and take up a little bit of my time. But um, but yeah, I, I agree with Will. I I really um, I liked uh, Titanfall from what I've played, and and so far I'd be uh, recommend even with just the two maps that they've had. Um, uh, hopefully they add about. Um, ten, I would think, would be a good number. A, a dozen would be my target number, but um, but yeah, it's been enjoyable. I'm gonna be playing it on the Xbox One and the 360. So um, if Tito and Will get it uh, for the PC, unfortunately, I won't be able to play with them. But uh, if anybody else wants to play with me, um, just hit me up in whatever facet uh, on the chat or on Facebook or something, and I'll be uh, sure to. To give him a handle if you don't have it already. Uh, aside from that, um, I think it was a pretty awesome day for hockey. Uh, yes, sir. If you're a U.S. Uh, supporter, Team Canada looked shaky as hell. Um, we beat the crap out of the hardest team that I think, uh, well, maybe even Russia, but at the same time, Russia lost. Um, I'm so fucking happy they did. They were just arrogant little assholes, and um, I I, th- I think maybe Kovalchuk scored the first goal and he was jumping around and dancing around like he just won the fucking Powerball, and, and, and then, you know, the fans <laughs> yeah. came out and Tamu Solani came out and played played their kind of... Old man Solani, um, yeah. Their 43. kind of hockey, and, and Tamu Solani was the calm, cool, and collective and had everybody else calm, cool, and collective and just... Took it to him, and uh, I loved listening slash watching it at work. And uh, I'm I'm so glad the Russians lost. And Putin and Ovechkin and Malkin looked like they were about ready to cry. And it was it was just it was music to my ears. And then of course the U.S. came out, and we looked a little sluggish. No, not maybe not sluggish, but we looked a little. Um, I don't know, we, we looked like we were lacking a little chemistry maybe um, in the first and then uh, really took it to them and uh, finalized things in the second against the, against the Czechs, um, who, are, who are a good team and, and uh, probably didn't get as much respect as they deserved. Uh, and uh, I'm real anxious and real hyped for, uh, for both of our games, uh, tomorrow's uh, girls' game and uh, Friday's game against Canada, so um, I was hoping Kane would put one uh, in the back uh, in the back of the pipes today, but uh, hopefully he'll have his chance uh, against the Canadians, and um, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we get a W uh, in both games. Uh, I think the women are going to be 4-2 uh, to two for the U.S., and on Friday I think the men are going to win 5-3. Uh, to three. Huh. So um, Canada's offense has looked sluggish at best, and uh, I think our offense has been uh, A-plus, especially to where most people thought we were going to be, and we are going to be in the middle of the pack on offense, and I think uh, we've proved everybody wrong. Hopefully you guys all broke that down earlier. Um, If not, uh, now is a great time. Uh, Eric, I know you were upset about Quick getting the majority of the starts, but... Hopefully he's changed your mind a little bit. Um, I said it before in a chat earlier I was in today, but, God, I, I hate Dustin Brown and normally hate um, 
Zach Parise. Uh, well, I I kind of respect Parise, but he's a definite rival. But uh, seeing the two of them score today, man, we're one of the only few times I'll openly like yell and be super happy about them scoring goals. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully you guys have a lot of hockey talk. There's been a couple injuries uh, that have been that are gonna really hurt two NHL teams, starting with the the Red Wings. And uh, I think John Tavares got hurt, uh, and that's really going to hamper the Islanders. So, um, unfortunately, that's just how it goes with tournaments and stuff like that. So, uh, hopefully you guys have some more hockey talk. And I um, uh, plan to talk to you fellas soon uh, in some other capacity. Thanks, uh, thanks again. And um, I look forward to hearing uh, all the hockey talk, and um, I'll probably... Uh, Twitter back and forth with Corey Friday morning uh, while we're at work uh, listening slash watching it so thanks a bunch fellas have a good one alright thanks Ryan uh, so yeah he's uh, talking about Titanfall and Will one thing I wanted to ask you was did you prefer playing Titanfall on the X-Bone or on the PC did you have ah. a preference that's a hard question. I don't know, because I liked Titanfall a lot more when I played in the Xbox One, but I've really cooled off on it since I've played it on the PC. I don't know right. if that's because I am just not into shooters as much anymore, but, I mean, I guess I could say that I prefer it on the, maybe the PC. Okay. I don't know. I've always liked shooters on the, on the <coughs> PC mm-hmm. for whatever reason, so I'd okay. say PC as of right now. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really cooling off on Titanfall. I liked it a lot more when Earlier. I played the alpha. Okay. I don't know if that's because I was like, ooh, I'm in the alpha. I'm one of right. the select few who's playing it. Right. Because now it's open, mm-hmm. or right. was open, but... You're big Nancy. Yeah, I'm a big queen. <laughs> okay. Uh, a little more hockey. Actually, one thing I wanted to mention, he, he talked about not liking seeing uh, Dustin Brown and, and Zach Parise do well. I had that similar feeling a little bit with uh, Kessler. Um, not because I dislike Kessler, but when the Predators played the Canucks in the playoffs, it was before the Olympics, I think, uh, the, the the 2010 Olympics. Um, Kessler single, single-handedly knocked the Predators out of the playoffs. He's good. Um, yeah, he, he, he was everywhere and got under everybody's skin. And, like, I, I didn't dislike him, but, you know, he, he, he annoyed me in that series because he was so good. Yeah. Um, so... That I got that a little bit with Kessler, but like everyone else on on Team USA, I, I cheer for. I mean, I cheer for Kessler too, but I, I feel your pain is, is basically what I'm saying. Um, well, Eric, do you like you seeing? Feel... Sorry, do you like seeing Kessel score as many goals as he has? No, Phil Kessel's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, always will be. <laughs> Dan, how'd you feel about watching Radulov blow it for the Russians? Oh, it's no surprise. Yeah. He is only offense and takes bad penalties on disciplined player. He took a uh, ton of bad penalties. Yeah, he was the reason why we yeah. scored two goals. Yeah, uh, they were both on his penalties uh-huh. that we scored our power play goals during the Russian game. So, yeah, uh, I'm not surprised at all. Um, yeah. He's a great. I figured, sk- li- I figured you'd like seeing that. Yeah, he's a great skilled player and stuff. But I mean, the the I guess stereotypical Russian player. They're not all like that, but it seems yeah. to be them more so. Well, because I, I think a Dats- Datsuk is not yeah. like that at all. Well, Dan, I mean, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Right, <laughs> right. 
uh you know like like tootin he's he's not really like that either but yeah. uh, there's a, there's a few of them but the you know the the whole stereotypical russian player kind of i don't know why that is but there are a lot stereotypes of them that are like that. don't come out of thin air dan i know well, i know i've i've always said that a stereotype wouldn't be a stereotype if it wasn't true to some point yeah uh and, and you know that's echoed always uh, 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 well yeah <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Why, uh, Adam Carroll always said wildly untrue stereotypes they don't they don't stick. No. So of course not. You know, it's 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 true to a point. Obviously it doesn't cover everybody but yeah. True to a point. Um I, I mean I'm a stereotypical video game nerd. Slacktivist. Yeah, we'll yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh yeah, I don't know. Kessler Kessler for me was was in that boat. I was trying to think who I didn't like and I could Kessel. as soon as Phil uh Phil Kessel's name was brought up. It right. came right back to me. Yeah, the hatred. Yeah, he's a douche. <laughs> what about you guys? Do you have anyone uh, that you maybe didn't like before? Not really, to no. be honest with you, Corey. I'm trying to think. Uh, I always try and think about that, like the other teams' players that probably hate each other. Right. Uh, Jeff Carter and Crosby, I know, don't care much for each other. They were playing on the same line for a while. <laughs> Yeah. When, when Canada was trying to find players that had had uh, chemistry, chemistry with Crosby, oh, which is ridiculous. Let's put I the think. two people who hate each other on the same well, line. Well, no, it's just that trying to tiptoe around Crosby and find him the right line mates is ridiculous. Yeah, but well, I mean, even Dan Bilesma coaching with Peter Laviolette, yeah, kind of strange. Yeah, because uh, Pittsburgh and former Philly coach. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dan, I don't know. I was surprised at how few people like Dustin Brown. Yeah, well, well he's kind a of a lot of that. And he's he, not dirty, but he's annoying. No. He, yeah, he's he hits a lot. He hits hard. Um, he's he yeah. goes into the areas. He, he he gets people angry, like like a Kessler type of player. Um, and yeah. so, so if if you're don't you know if if, if you're uh, not a Kings fan, but in the other conference or from this area or from yeah, a lot of people <laughs> right. from this area like him too because right. he's he's from from our area. So yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, that was surprising to me too. And and I'm a Predators fan, and they play the Kings occasionally. But I'm just pissed that Miller hasn't seen more time. Yeah, that's my biggest complaint. But yeah. whatever. Yeah, We're it's not winning. too late. Oh well, they're not going to play him in the. Hey man, if Quick lets in three softies right off the bat. Yeah, but by that point, what are Miller our comes in, really? saves the day. Sure. Well, I mean, that'd be just fucking start him. <laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah, you never know. If they put Jimmy Howard in, I'm going to protest this Olympics. I doubt that will happen. <laughs> Howard. I was still surprised that they, still surprised that they picked him. Sherman Schneider. I'm with you. Yeah, watch Schneider quick or even gets, Bishop. Like, quick, quick gets food poisoning or something tonight and can't play, or tomorrow night and can't play Friday, so they bring in Jimmy Howard. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll lose it. Would you watch the game? No, I probably wouldn't. I'd start right <laughs> off. That'd be such bullshit. Jimmy Howard getting the start tonight. Boy, what a bunch of shit that'd be. <laughs> I agree. Boy, Miller just gets that short end of the stick, doesn't he? Yeah. This isn't even happening. I'm already convinced that it's going to happen. <laughs> it's, like, it's just Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just the curse of Buffalo. Follows him wherever he goes. The poor bastard. <laughs> All right. Uh, on a Twitter feedback, Matt in NYC says, are people going to make fun of me if I ask, what is Dungeon Keeper? Corey, I know you responded to this, but... Uh, Obviously, there there's a lot of controversy over EA's re-release of. Uh, was it a re-release or is it a new version of Dungeon Keeper? It is a 
redone. I don't really know how to explain it. It's, it's a modernized Dungeon right. Keeper with Mo- microtransactions. Modernized, bastardized version bastardized. of Dungeon Keeper. Bastardification yeah. of Dungeon Keeper. But the reason why we got that tweet is because I tweeted that uh, GOG.com offered the original for free. Yeah, which is amazing for them to do and that. I wa- you know? Well, I wanted to track like how that came about, and apparently it was a partnership with EA. Maybe EA, maybe EA kind of feels a little bit bad for that. I don't know. Because it got a lot of hate. And actually, like, uh, there, there was a controversy over them um, filtering out negative reviews. Somehow they, they managed to filter out negative reviews. It was in the oh. Android, uh, Android marketplace, the Google mm-hmm. Play. And uh, someone actually had a really clever way. He, he had a five-star review. Um, but he said in it, you know, I, I love this game. Um, I've spent $715 over two days, and it's the best money I've ever spent. Oh, my God. He was being a troll. He was joking. He's okay. like, you're going to spend a lot of money if you want to enjoy this game, was his was the gist of his comments. So he, he had, a, like, a creative way to get around the, the – however they filtered the negative negative. Well, you know what they did? What's that? And it's, I'm glad you brought that up, Dan, because what they did is they asked you your – how many stars you want to give the game within the game. Mm-hmm. And if you gave them, uh, like, four or less, they sent you to their their EA's website, and that's where you'd put in your review. If you gave them five stars within the game, they sent you to the, the App Store to wow. review it. That's that's vile. <laughs> wow. Why should we be surprised? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. It really, like, it's serious. That's one of those cases where you're just like, what is going through their heads that they think that's a good idea? Yeah, and, who's not going to find out this day and age? Yeah. And, well, the thing is, is lots of people won't find out. And it's all the people that are buying their game and playing it. But Jesus Christ, like, have well, a little bit of fucking, I don't know, man. Pride. Have a little bit of humanity. Dignity something yet another reason why i hate mobile gaming <laughs> i hate it i hate it you're talking to the two mobile kings right here will and Corey. right not many people can get number one in the world i'd appreciate you not insulting <laughs> yeah uh number one for a week and still pretty little liars trivia i'm 20 overall in the world you know i've I looked up and there so is like four hundred thousand people who have played Pretty Little Liars trivia. I'm I, 20. I don't care. I know you don't. I, know nobody I hate cares. every one of those people except <laughs> for you, and it's this close. <laughs> I'm borderline. Yeah. It's, what a show, though. Trying to get you a job, and this is how you repay me? <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs> All no. right. Uh, <laughs> Facebook feedback. Donnie in New York says, hey, guys, I'm getting my PS4 this weekend, and hopefully uh, Will will be able to go with me. Really looking forward to everything the PS4 is, is going to have to offer. Uh yeah, um, there's some good stuff down the pike. Not a lot right now if you're not into multi-platform type of games. Um, but, I mean, already in the next month, Infamous is coming out. So that that's your first uh, kind of big exclusive that, that you know, is going to, I think, sell some systems. Uh, another smaller game that came out. Uh, fuck's it called? It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. It was a reboot. Strider. 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 Yes, that's getting good reviews too. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. I've, I didn't look into it, but I've heard Yeah, heard I think good uh, March we're going to start seeing some stuff. I think consistently a couple games coming out each okay. month, it seems like to me. Right. On the on the digital store. Yeah. Or, I mean, Infamous, um, Final Fantasy is coming out. That's right. In April. April. Watch Dogs have... is going to be out 
some month. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> oh, did you see they lowered the graphics for that? Really? Yeah, that's not going to run at 1080 on PS4 or Xbox. It's actually going to run at 9-something, I think, on uh, PS4 and even lower on Xbox. <laughs> Why? I, I think it's know. 900 on PS4 yeah. and 720 on Xbox. What? <laughs> if it wasn't a cool concept for a game, I wouldn't even buy it. Yeah, I'm kind of frustrated with Ubisoft on, on Watch Dogs at this point. They're screwing the pooch, aren't they? Yeah. Huh. Does that it, really bother you guys that much? Yeah. to 900? I bought an expensive well, if you're PS4. Push it back, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't think it had anything to do with the graphics and resolution. Well, why can't they make it better? Yeah, why can't they make it 1080? I, yeah, they probably have, there's probably a lot of uh, a lot going on, you know, that they can't. Well, it, I'm it, sorry, it, but we didn't pay our hard-earned money for these what's next What's the frame rate, though? Is the frame gen. rate 60? I was going to say, it better be 60. Know? I don't think so. But I serious? may be wrong on that. I'm not positive on that. I'm going to look that up. Look it up. If it's not 60, um, I probably won't buy it. Well, I don't care, regardless. We didn't buy a next-gen, in quotes, yeah. console, you know, for the same graphics. Bump that fucking thing up. And especially yeah. if you're going to push it back. What are you pushing it back for? You know? I don't know. It's, that's... Just kind of shitty. Yeah, I, with their last delay, I kind of, I kind of lost. Lo- it is three, thirty frames. Stick, it says sticking to thirty on Xbox One and PS4. What about PC? That doesn't say. Because I'd get it. Well, no, because I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to get it for computer because of the stupid UPlay. Oh God, that's another Origin esque thing. Yeah. I don't. I really don't know why that bothers you guys. I just. I. I want all my games in one place. I don't want no, five no, no, different. No, no, no. no, the the graphics, the resolution. Oh. I spent five hundred dollars on my expensive, most powerful new console, and it doesn't run a game. That's your a... fault. <laughs> what, Corey? How come all the other fucking games can do it? Yeah, every other PS4 game does it's, it. It's it's not like they're trying to screw you guys. They have a reason for it. I don't care what their reason is. Make it better. <laughs> Everybody else can do it. Why can't you? That's not yeah. everyone else can do it. Uh, I'm pretty sure all the other games that have come out have been 1080 for the PS4, right? Battlefield, Assassin's Creed, Tomb Raider, You're telling me Battlefield can do it and they can't? All the shit that goes on in Battlefield? I mean, I'm not a a computer... You know, I don't make video games. I don't know Well, I do, Corey, and I'm telling you it's bullshit. (laughs) I'm just... I'm saying, you know, the reason they lower the resolution is because they want to be able to include more, like particle effect i mean i don't anything like there's you. more going on on the screen and honestly i'd way wet rather sacrifice graphical quality for you know gameplay stuff i hear you but at this point i want both then have it run at 60 frames per second not 30 it's i'm i'll make the same argument for that it, it's it's just you know they have a reason for it i don't know what that reason is not um, good enough i'm gonna buy it for the wii u screw on me <laughs> I mean, Corey, let's be honest. Regardless of that, I'm still getting it. Guys, it's it's 1080p down to 900. You know, it's not... Yeah, what about the FPS, though, Corey? Yeah, the, the frames per second, does that does bother How me. How big are your TVs? 40 52. Inches. Yeah. You can hardly even notice no, that. No, you notice a difference. That's bullshit. Well, no, you notice a frames per second <laughs> difference. Definitely. It's you just not good enough. It's not good enough at this point. Do better. Yeah, in the comments, uh, Jake said Metal Gear is running at 1080 um, 60 on the PS4. It's just got to be better at this so point. So don't buy it. Oh, no, I'm going to oh, buy I'm it. Oh, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> Definitely going to buy it. 
Yeah, I'm looks buying it for you. you guys. Looks great, <laughs> but I'm gonna bitch about it till the end of the time. Right, I hear some you. mystery number. I yeah. don't know. It's I'm sure it's noticeable, especially like I said, the frames per second. It's just disappointing. 30. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Idaho Jake says, "Hey guys, I may or may not join the live stream tonight because I thought I was better, so I worked out Monday." And today I feel, now I feel like crap again. Uh, my wife bought me Tomb Raider for the PS4, and I have to say it is a good improvement from the 360 version that I played before. The graphics are a good upgrade, but the biggest thing I noticed was the 60 frame sixty frame rate it made, uh, all the intense moments even more intense. The graphics and the frame rate had my heart racing like no other game has yet. Uh, the next thing is the controller is used in a better way. First, when you find a document, or Laura explains an artifact she found uh comes out of the controller speaker which is i you know the the little touches those are nice um i agree second if you have a microphone you can use voice commands for quickly bringing up the map uh, of course by saying map or switching between your weapons by saying bow or handgun uh third thing is when you find an artifact and you examine it you use the touchpad to zoom in and out and rotate it the touchpad in the in the gameplay is use a swipe down uh, to put your torch out, and when you find the right tools to self-light your torch, you swipe up to light it. Uh, also, when you have your torch lit, the lights on the controller flash yellow, orange, and red, so if you're playing in the dark, it looks like a real fire in your hands. I almost have it beat, and I think I'm going to trade in for Thief when it comes out, so I'll report it, uh, report about it. Also, after I beat that, I'm going to trade it in for Infamous Second Son. So, thank you for that, Jake. Um, Will, did you play? You haven't played more Tomb Raider, have you? Uh, no, other than the first twenty-five minutes. Okay, I'm pro- <laughs> I'll, I'll probably borrow that from you when uh, when, right. when you're done with He's it. Probably set. I can yeah, probably borrow it now. <laughs> He's got quiz up. Okay, I gotta get number one again. But anyway, yeah, I, I had Tomb Raider for the 360 when my friends let me borrow it for like six months, and I didn't play it. Uh-huh. And then I bought it for the PS4 and have played twenty-five minutes. You need to play it. It's a good game. It is a good I game. I know. I want to. I don't have a lot of time between school and quiz up. And Your girlfriend, pretty little liars. <laughs> my girlfriends. Okay. <laughs> I'm busy. It's a busy man. Although I do really want to play it. Yeah, it's good. It's a good game. Yeah. Well, are you not a gamer anymore? I hate them. I'm more into mobile games now. What resolution <laughs> does that run at? <laughs> uh, 1080. <laughs> yeah, they very clear very, made it very clear that it ran at 1080p at 60 frames per second. Thank God. <laughs> Corey, you know you you're you're all about the frame rate. You you know the difference between 60 and 30 frames per second. It's a big difference. Honestly, I've never played a game and thought, "Damn, I wish this ran at 60 frames per second instead of 30." Well, you, that's because your computer probably runs them closer to 60 as opposed to. 30. Play a game on I your mean, PS4 and then go back to the 360. It's oh, a huge difference. It's an amazing difference. Amazing I'm not difference. Gonna, I'm not going to argue that. I'm just, I, I mean, arguing 1080p to 900p is just... No, you're right. The the You probably wouldn't notice the resolution difference, but you will notice the frame frame rate. I've honestly, I've never really noticed that stuff. Corey. Lo- I'm, I'm going to buy Watch Dogs for my PS3. Fuck it. Play a game and try locking it at we 30 do. frames per second, and then try locking it at 60. Okay. You, you will you will absolutely notice a difference. Because there's a game that only plays at 30. I'll never know what it's like to, to have not be able to play it at but 60. But in this next-gen time, we should know. Yeah. Right? All right. All right. <laughs> We've come I to think, a, come to a. Uh, wasn't it Michael in Minnesota yeah. that said uh, when he plays a game that runs at thirty frames per second feels heavy? Yeah, sure. that's kind of what you're run, sure. like. What you're running into, like you're into mm. quicksand. Yeah, 
Fair enough. Yeah. Dan, let's get it for our Wii U. Watch Dogs. I probably will. You want it? Yeah. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> nah, we'll see. We'll see when the time comes. Because that, that's going to be 30 yet. They, they said it's going to come out between April and June. In April, May, or June. I so. think, didn't they say the Wii U launch was later? Got delayed a little bit. So, <laughs> not for graphics. <laughs> no, definitely not for graphics. Actually, on the Wii U, it was for graphics. <laughs> so Wii U, it will be 1080p. Is that 1080p is, is, is it? Is How it, funny would that be? That would be funny. I'd probably buy it. Um, is it? It's still coming out for PS3 and Xbox 360, right? Or I believe it, so. Okay, yeah. so it's like coming out for everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When do you think that's going to stop, by the way? Probably next pro- year. I would, I would think by the end of this year, you'll start seeing next-gen next gen and PC only, and, and they'll start phasing out the... But, I mean, there's so many systems out there that for three... For, there's still a lot of 360s and PS3s out there. Sure. I mean, they just stopped. Was it this year? They made the last, like, PS2 game. Yeah. So... I just want yeah, you never know. I just want a hockey game for the yeah. PS4. Yeah, I mean... I'll evaluate when we get there, but I probably won't. Oh, I'm gonna hate it when I play it, but I want one. NHL 15. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. And then I'm just gonna complain on the podcast about it. (laughs) How shitty it is. All right. Well, did you have a roundtable you wanted to do? Um, I wanted to bring this up and get your guys' thoughts. I was reading something about Cliff Blazinski, and he was talking about how he's gonna do a PC game, and he used Rust as an example of how games should be. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like he said, him and his wife were playing a lot of Rust, and they said they liked how it's community-driven. One second. Is that the Gears of War guy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, he was talking about the, you know community-driven games and how they're important. But one thing I did notice is he alluded to early access multiple times in that. That's how I took it. Yeah. So I was wondering, on Steam, there is a ton of games that are early access, and I think that's being abused to an extent. Games like Rust and sort of Daisy, uh, they're making them, just kind of throwing it out there. I feel like early access should be for like Starbound when they're like directed and have an idea of what they want to do. Yeah, more like a beta yeah. instead of it just throwing it out there in its early early stages. With you know, mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm tired of going through all these games and seeing early access, early access, early access. I, I want agree. A, I want yeah. a game that's done. Yeah, there's a, the. I mean, well, you there, don't have to buy it. Well. The, the, well, there's and there's a little bit of a controversy going with that too, because because a lot of people feel the same way. I'm with you um, uh, about at like every game, every new game coming out early access, um, and it's like you said in a lot of cases it's it's kind of beta testing with with Starbound, yeah, it's beta tests and and really like the early access was was pretty solid, but there's a lot of early access games that are almost unplayable at this point so yeah. you know you, you spend the money on the on, on a game that you really want i have two early ac- other early access games that i've bought and i haven't played because it's still an early access and i'm waiting to play them uh sir you're being hunted is one of them and then uh yeah. kinetic void okay. is another that i'm waiting to for, for them to come out of early access but uh, i'm with you like i i think i think it's starting to get abused a little bit um they're almost like selling an uncomplete uh non not completed game well, that's yeah. exactly what they're selling. No, I know, but I, 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 I don't really like that. Very yeah, much. I, don't, I don't either. And and so don't buy it. No, I know that that he's exactly right. Don't buy it, and, and I haven't. Um, other than two, I, I think I got Sir, you're being hunted in Connect Void because they were on sale, yeah. and I knew I was going to play them eventually, so I did buy them. I haven't played them. Starbound is the only game I've played early access. Sir, you're being hunted has been in early access for like it's been a while, a year. I, I think I bought it. Feel like that's 
part of the problem is yeah. people just keep buying it in early access, so what's the hurry to get it out? Well, yeah, exactly. You're you're rewarding the developer for releasing not uh, not not an uncompleted game. Yeah. Know? Well, it's like in Rust, like the description is, you know, we have no idea what's going to happen with this game. You know, this is the very early <laughs> stages of the game, but keep in mind what we're doing is for the best of the game. Like, well, why don't you develop well, I, I, I... It's Sorry if I seem like I'm being... Corey, you know, the, the podcast is for the better when you act like this. I, so why does that bother you guys? I, so, so don't buy it. You don't have to play it. Wait till it's officially released. A lot of people do want to play it, and they buy it, and they play it. Yeah, but don't you feel like they're taking longer to come out now? Yeah. So, so what? Well, I want to fucking play it. <laughs> but I don't want to play the shitty version of it. I'm but I got all these nerdy PC gamers that want to get the early access hands on it. <laughs> Get their fucking greasy cheetah paws on it. And now not, nobody like, wants to develop a game. The thing is, is I'm not a big fan of buying and playing early access games either. There are exceptions. I couldn't wait to play Starbound. Yep, and here. I was happy I, there was an early access. I was able to play it a little bit and see what it's all about and, you know, wet my appetite a little bit. But I just stopped because, you know, it got to a point where I just, I'm ready for the final product. And whenever mm-hmm. it's ready, I'll get to play it and it'll be great. Well, I feel like Starbound is sort of different from that. I well, felt like it was more, it's actually put together more and had directed. Directed, no, actually. There's no, there's no direction in Starbound. Well, it right actually. Now. No, I mean for de- the, the development pro- pro- progress. The, that That's what he's talking about. The development progress is a little more directed and, and they release like regular updates. It's not like the bare bones. A lot of them do. Well, it's not like a bare bones version of a game. Like, well, let's see what the community does, and then blah 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 blah. I think I think Rust is the exception, not the rule. Yeah, I haven't liked a lot of what Cliff Blazinski said, like in publicly lately. Anyway, well, somebody said they missed the time when he was, you know, more of a when he was back on um, Epic. Epic. Now he's more of a trendy hipster. Yeah, is what they've said. Yeah, definitely. Um. You know, he he he's kind of scoffed at like disc-based games, saying that digital is is the way to go. That was one of the things that kind of annoyed me. He did, he did say that he's going to produce on PC and it won't. It'll be a digital only yeah, game, which is fine. Um, you know, it, for for PC especially, like I I almost prefer the digital. But you know, if we start getting hit with data caps, we we're not going to be able to download fifty and sixty gigabyte games. You know, exactly. So that's. One I'm of the making reasons... the switch, Dan. I'm only playing early access games now. Are you? <laughs> Just early access Corey games. Corey convinced yeah. you? Yeah. I, I almost bought another one today, um, but everyone said to stay away. Cause Which it's, one? It, it was, it's on sale on Steam now. It's not, not anything I'd ever heard of. Okay. Um, but it, lo- it looked like, uh, it looked like a, a Starbound with better graphics. Mm. Um, but everyone's like, it's a mess, and <laughs> it doesn't seem like they're going to finish it ever. Weird. Yeah, there's, there's a, huh. I mean, there's a few of those out there for sure. Yeah, uh, it happens. Yeah, but I, I just, I mean, it's kind of got to. If people are going to be idiots and just buy things blindly, then it sucks well, to be them, I, that. You know? That is a part of the problem. I agree. Is, is people just throwing money at stuff? Sure. I mean, sure. I've only done. I mean, Rust is. I played early access. Uh, access Starbound in Prison Architect. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, I have a very limited sample. Yeah. To speak from experience, but you know. Like I said, I don't know, just going through the games on there, they're like in the top sellers, there's like a lot of early access stuff and like I don't wanna have to rifle through all these games to see a trillion early access and see like, you know. Well they tag they're tagged early access now, right? Yeah, they are. I think you can filter them out on Steam. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, they're working on all that sort of stuff. That'll be nifty. Um, so I don't have to see another one. 
I don't. I don't know. I, I just think a lot of games can really only benefit from having a uh, development that's assisted by a bunch of players playing it. As yeah, it I, I think especially indie games benefit from that because you're not going to get unless you have a following. Like I feel like Starbound had a following. Uh, you know, I had over a million in, in crowdfunding. So, um, but 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 a lot of them, I think you're you're only going to get a more polished game indies indies especially by having early access. Yeah. Um, wait, know. wait till EA gets into early access, though. And, well, exactly. <laughs> um, if they see that that sort of thing's successful, um, EA will find a way to exploit it. How would they so do it's, that? It's the same as Kickstarter, really. I mean, if you think about it. Yeah. Until until people start getting burned by it, you know, people are just going to keep. Yeah, which I giving money to. I'm pretty sure good it ideas. hasn't really happened yet. I mean, you might have been disappointed with the final product, but I don't know that anyone's got like burnt, gotten burned. Like somebody yeah, took maybe. the money to flee to Thailand. Yeah, or started a game and and just collapsed. You know, said forget it. I don't want to make this anymore. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Any other thoughts, Corey? You good? Good. Eric, good. I am good, Dan. Okay. Right, well, I guess that'll do it for episode 135 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.